Okay. Yeah. But but like um with the whole thing with with how that came. You want to take them off the table? Give you a cleaner set. Yeah. 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 Well, take yours off real quick. Cool. And then let me get a little water thing so I don't have to get up. And You know, no, Kodak was cool. Nah, nah I'm good. Kodak, Kodak, honestly, bro, he's cool dude. He's cool as fuck, bro. People, I feel like they misunderstand him, but yeah. that's just how he is, bro. Like he's not like gonna be like, hey, he's like more like, I'm here. Yo, what Ebro tried to do, right, mm-hmm. is Ebro tried to do the method of, um, like what what's popping on Twitter now. Like you know, it's like, all right, we get it. And by the way, you know, when you criticize it, you almost seem, and you guys know, like you kind of seem to be the you, you seem like you're anti, but you're not anti, like, you know, protecting women, this and third. You know, on Twitter, super big, protect women, believe women, great, right? Yeah, that's where the hashtag really but, like. But, like, <laughs> like, play this. If, if you're like, yo, you know what? I don't really know what happened with Tori. Like, let's just kind of wait until, like, you know, some facts come out in court. Yo, they're killing you on there, right? Yeah. So he tried to do that the same thing with Kodak, except Kodak, like, he's in the case, right? I seen this thing on Twitter. It, it was, this is what I realized. You know, everybody's on Twitter today? Because of like the outage, so everybody like yeah, Instagram, nothing. Yep. Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Probably storm and, today, huh? It was probably a storm on there today because no IG, no Facebook, no nothing. Yo, I would just read random convos because like I'm just forced to be. It feels like I was in social media jail, and <laughs> people are talking about the last thing they saw on like like it was trending. The last thing you saw before Instagram stopped working, so Dirk started trending because like I guess he had posted a picture with, with his girlfriend. So all the supporters like, hey, yeah. That's the last thing we saw, blah, blah. And he was he was talking about like, you know, how much he loves her. Like he really loves her. Okay, they were in a shootout. I get yeah, it. They were like, shootouts. This is the body of Clyde <laughs> he made it out. Right? He made like, it out. Yeah. She got a spit of verse soon. Yeah. But somebody else, like, you know, a fan tweeted under it like a, a throwback picture, because like his at name was different. So it was a couple years ago. And the caption was him like hugging her. And the caption was like, yo, this was the first day, like, you know, um, like I nutting you. Type shit. Like, seriously, no, for real. I kid you not. I kid you not. Yo, he said, yo, this is the first day I nutted in you, but you ain't know. And, you know, I laughed this answer. I kept reading underneath. Yo, all the little social justice warriors, they're underneath is saying, you know, that sexual assault. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh my God. They're going yo. crazy. Dude. So, so some people were trying to get some clarity. Like, wait, what do you mean? They were like, um, well, she didn't give you permission to ejaculate her. And I'm like, wait. So they're having they sex. They just passed a new law in New York about that. If you take the comment really? off uh, when you're smashing, she don't know. Nah, it's, but it's different. Yeah. It's different. They're having unprotected sex. sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, think about it. Like yeah. they're having unprotected sex. But I'm saying that's where we're going. Yeah, like you know, yeah, what I'm it's, it's, it's going, going. It's going too far now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm reading. I'm like, wait. So, so wait. They're having unprotected sex, and the climax or the the ending of sex is ejaculation. And you're saying that if he don't ask her every step of the way. <laughs> Like you might you might have to start asking like can I pull your hair? Yeah, bro. You know what's funny? Slap your ass. We talked about this, bro. Some pre cum comes out, so yeah. no matter what you do, bro, like you gonna try to hold. Exactly. I'm telling you, bro, you can't win. Yo, we you can't we, win. We, we talked about this uh, with Roll Tomasi, and it's like, yo, real talk. Like, <laughs> we're gonna get there where it's gonna be enthusiastic consent. Yeah. You're gonna need to like tell her every step of the way. Can I do this? Can I do that? Blah blah blah. Yeah. And like the the, the law they just passed in New York with basically, uh, you know, if you take the condom off and she don't know about it. That's considered sexual assault now. And, like, we're going to get to a point, bro, I guarantee you, where girls are going to be able to retroactively withdraw consent. We're almost kind of there now. Oh, I thought he was a lawyer when we smashed. I found out who was actually, like, uh, yeah. uh, works at Subway. Oh, uh, uh, rape. Yeah. Done. And this is why I tell every guy, be honest as much as you can. Because you don't want to be playing a fairy tale game here where you take a girl out, you lie to her, and then she comes back and says, oh, you're not really a lawyer? 
rip kids. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. death. But and I think that messes up for actually real victims. Yeah, you know, I think Facts. the real, yeah. the real victims, the real victims now, like you know, their real stories and cases and you know situations get a little bit trivialized because like mm-hmm. you deal with a lot of BS, man. But anyway, um. Uh, welcome to uh, another episode of uh, Off the Record. <laughs> I love doing those rolling intros, yeah, man. Let's, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I hate when, yo, you know, so I did uh, Everyday Struggle. And really quick before I do the intros, I did Everyday Struggle. And, you know, I love, you know, Complex and doing it there. But it's my first time on a real production set. And it was always like, hey, okay, everybody quiet. And, like, we're all having, like, really nice, casual conversation. Conversation that's funny, that, you know, I feel like a viewer could listen to. Something like what a podcast would be. Yeah. Like, you're just listening to casual conversation. And as soon as, like, you know, it's the time to start, everybody tenses up. Mm. And I hate that. So, you, you know what I do now is, like, let's not do it. Let's just keep whatever conversation, as long as it's camera friendly, going right before. And I'll do the intro right then. And then we just keep talking about whatever. But anyway, um, thank you for joining another uh, episode of Off the Record Podcast with DJ Academics. I'm stuck in Miami. Okay. <laughs> stuck. <laughs> really stuck. No, I'm stuck. It's, they're probably expecting or they were expecting this episode to come out today. Um, I'm here. That's why he's doing this interview, just because he's stuck. He don't really fuck with us like that. No, of course I do. <laughs> well, well, truth be told, well, we don't get it. This, you guys don't have to break down Miami, and, and we got to get into what you guys do, too. Yeah. Because it's so interesting. Another reason why I'm, so I'm stuck for a bunch of reasons, but... Yesterday, I should have filmed for um, today's episode, which is Monday, but I'm on a goddamn yacht with Fresh, <laughs> and then the night just brings us to somewhere else, and I'm like, what am I doing? But I'm like, this is Miami. So, uh, listen, I'm here with my favorite people from Miami, my favorite podcast out of Miami, and of course, that's uh, the host of Fresh and Fit Podcast, you know, um, growing super crazy they've they've been all over the place if you you know if you're on youtube twitch um anywhere where you can listen to a podcast honestly and they're bringing like a new kind of energy so you know you know i got my man myron here uh some people call him fit and obviously i got my man fresh here fresh prince ceo yes sir and um what's up with y'all man like Y'all love it out here, don't y'all? Yeah, it's lit, yeah. bro. We live in life, man. You know, you know what it is? It's kind of like uh, we are, we're in a big city now, and it's like, you know what? We've made our way to the very top, so to speak. So now we enjoy the fruits of our labor. So that's what it really is, man. Having fun. Yo, the, yo, I think the funny part about it, so I met Fresh, right? At the party. I met Fresh at some party, right? And, like, I was telling him yesterday, like, Yo, Fresh was trying to say, he's like, yo, Drake got this party, right? And I'm like, yo, bro, I'm definitely not going to know. He was telling me Drake has some party. I'm like, yo, listen. Them, them busters, bro. Bro. Yo, they got a, a never- fin- man. I'll tell you, we could talk about that after. They got a great strategy of what they do with Dave and Busters. But I really? found yeah. out what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, is it like some, is it partying there? Or they got some other yo. stuff? <laughs> this dude is- Why is Drake at Dave and Busters? Yo, so this is what they do. I got some inside info, man. They, they rent out Dave and Busters late night. Right, and is, it, is it the avoid COVID type shit or just no, no, just, no? They just rent it out. Private event, bro. Private event. Mm-hmm. Nobody can get in. He invites a bunch of girls and a bunch of rappers. Like future audience do show up, and it's just them, right? And they invite a bunch of girls, all the baddies from the Miami area. They go, and they're on a list. And he puts like like a thousand bucks on each of their cards, and they just play all night, free alcohol, open bar, food, all that stuff. And I thought to myself, yo, these dudes are geniuses. They, they're throwing a party at a place where the girls can be preoccupied and play the games and they don't got to sit there and entertain them like a regular party, <laughs> right? The girls get bored and they want to leave if, if they're not getting like enough attention because there's not enough guys to go around, mm-hmm. right? Because if these places is exclusive, right? Only yeah. a few guys and a bunch of girls. So he's like, you know what? Let's increase retention. 
you guys can go ahead and play arcade games and basketballs and all this stuff, and they're going to stay longer. And then they just take whoever they want after that to the after party, whatever. And wait, wait, hold on though. But so, so this is a genius. This is a ploy to like you know just smash the baddies. Then. Well, hold on, hold on. I don't want to say do that though. That's what I'm saying, yo, it, yo. It, maybe telling them they like today where Instagram's acting up, but yeah. I think what is too is also networking a little bit too regarding people of you know that mess with Drake or like you know mess with you know the label stuff like that. So I get it, but at the same time it's like networking because think about this, right? They could just bring them to, to the house or the crib and do what they gotta do. Yeah. But that being said, you see like producers there, people from the industry outside the industry. So I feel like it's, like it's more networking than just like only girls sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Could they be wrong, but no, hey. they don't even talk to the girls. Fresh only saying that because he was gonna be there. I'm not gonna. I wanna go. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, no, well, I really but they don't even talk to the chicks, though. I, oh, I really? was told, yeah, they, they, the, the girls come, they're just doing their thing. If she's really bad, they might call her to the table, but they don't, they don't even it's really like talk a to the girls. Like this is fucking amazing. <laughs> Yo, well, I thought, I thought that's what the clubs were for, but but I really said that, um, even initially to say, like, me and him had a conversation yesterday about, about like, you know, meeting people, yeah. like, you know, in general. And I'm like, when you go to a club, and even if, like, you know, you've had conversations with people, right? Like it's so hard to like meet somebody in that environment. It's loud. It's yeah. it's 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 almost like it's never gonna be really a true meeting where like you could have like a conversation with There's someone in the center. Yeah, it, it's just too much. Okay, and also in a club, the main the main type of attraction is dudes like you know what I mean trying to get chicks. So it's like yeah. especially if you're a guy, you can't meet other people there. Yeah. So um, that's pretty much what we were told about yesterday. But but yeah. but but um, it, it's, I'm interested. That David uh, Buster's finesse. That's, See, that's bro. interesting. Look, I'm all about networking, right? That's what I do every single day when I wake up, morning, at noon, and night. That being said, I want to be in an environment where it's chill, not high pressure, because you're right. The club, bro, loud music, girls, alcohol, they don't really want to hear what you got to say. But if you're in, the, in that environment right there, hey, man, yo, is that academic? That's academic. Yo, pull them over here. He can talk to you one on one. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yo, yo, fresh. The real finesse is they got the games there, so it keeps the girls there. Because let's be honest, like when the girls show up to these events, they show up, and if they're not getting attention after a certain amount of time, they leave. Oh, yeah. no one's talking to us. Uh, then they go somewhere else. But the games keep them there preoccupied, the free alcohol, the food. So, like, hey, man, you can keep the retention high. I was like, damn, that's genius, bro. They don't got to actually entertain them anymore. You could win. Yo, <laughs> I, I feel like Fresh loves the club, man. Like, <laughs> yo, I go to I go to his birthday joint. Like, he did he had some, well, you were at Komodo first, hey, Komodo. And, and like I showed up when he's leaving. He's like, "We're going to this other spot," and I'm like, "Oh man, man I really don't, <laughs> I really don't even party like that anymore." It's like, yeah. like mm-hmm. these days, and I think me and him, you know, my guy Leaf off camera, we we're talking about shout, shout uh, to Leaf. Yeah, we're talking about just how we like, you know, entertain women these days. And I'm like, I do like more private events, you know. what I mean, just kind of like, hey, we'll get like maybe five, you know, young ladies, and then you know, maybe three of my homies, and then we so all just kind of hang out, you know. what I mean, just kind of private, secluded. Mm-hmm. But and I was saying to him, I'm like, there's some people. They like being in the clubs. They like when the sparkles come around. So I walk into this other club that he left because he left to go go to the club that Six Nine was at. Vendome. Yeah, I walk in. You see the whole bottle girls thing. I'm like so over that shit. But I can see Fresh like he got the jewelry on. I mean he's going crazy. And I'm like, and I'm like, man, like that's a particular scene. But I was like, yo, I feel like this is like salad dressing, man. Like, yeah. Honestly, like, for, <laughs> yeah, this is like, it's like a waste of time for me. You know what I mean? But I'll say this, right? hundred percent. You're right. Having those close encounters with people in a private location is better. But for me, I'm over networking. Yeah. So I want to be out there. So people see my face. I met, I met the owner of Vendome as well. Six ninety kind of introduced me a little bit too. So it's kind of like, okay, I'm not, never, never, I'm not working with people here, but at the same time, I'm also getting like, okay, you know what? I know so-and-so, you can bring them on the podcast back and forth. So to me, it's, it's a fun, it's fun at the same time as well as working at the same time for me, at least. 
So I guess so, man. Why why didn't you come out? Oh man, he don't ever go, bro. Yeah, yeah. I I respect it though too. Yeah, like I feel like you know, and even being here, I was like, man, I feel like if I was in Miami, and you know, I think that's your lore watching you guys podcast too, because Mm -hmm. it's a different type of lifestyle than is even if someone lives in a, a main city somewhere else. It's just a little bit faster pacing, a lot more about nightlife here, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like if if you're a creator, like for me to get into where I'm at, I had to really lock down. And when I mean lock down, kind of ignore women for a bit, ignore going out for a bit, mm-hmm. kind of really only focus on work to get where I'm at. And it's interesting how like even you could balance where you're like, no, no, I'm going to work and I'm going to turn up at the same time. And maybe part of the turn up is networking, which is going to be part of work. But I respect your, I respect your way because it's like, <laughs> That shit could be distracting. Yeah. I mean, you could fall into it. Like, how do you guys even do that type of stuff? Uh, for, for me, I'm really big into fitness, man. And I've never been like a, a big drinker or partier like that. You yeah. know, I, like when I first moved to Miami in 2018, uh, I partied a lot when I first moved here because I was living in Laredo, Texas before that. And we could get into all that while I was there and all that stuff later on if you want. But uh, when I went here, like my first year or two, I went crazy. I was like going out all the time figured out the Miami nightlife so I'm very well versed in it and you know I'm pretty good at like you know approaching girls at the club and everything like that but since we've been uh the channel's been taken off I'm like all right dude I gotta buckle down and like really focus on getting the channel to one million that's like our main goal right now getting to one million subs and after that you know I let loose a little bit but like we've just been grinding so hard on the podcast doing like two three shows a night sometimes so I was just like if I introduce like another variable that can mess me up like alcohol or partying or late nights whatever it could throw me off the train so I'm like you know what I'd rather sacrifice now Short term, continue to focus on the fitness in the gym, which I've always had kind of uh, to help me steer with, al- align correctly to be successful and then just buckle down with the with the podcast in the gym. And that's it. And then don't introduce any other variables that can mess us up. See, just after that as well, we work as a team unit. Right. So, yeah. for example, Myron, this whole studio yeah. built by Myron. Right. This the, the sound as well. Shout out to Trey, our Chris, our producer. It's a team effort. So he's doing his, his part by studying you know equipment, you know, maybe topics and stuff like that. I'm out here networking. For example, even you being here, if I didn't, if I didn't meet you at a party, guess what? You're going to be here right now. That's true. So this, I go outside, I scout, bro, I wake up in the morning, bro. Where'd I go? My DMs. Who can I network with oh, today? Oh, you fucked up today. Right? I was it, was fucked over, up. it was over. I was messed up today. <laughs> this guy was down. I was literally this crying inside. was down today, yeah. But I wake up, bro. Who can I meet with? Who can I add value to, right? I do that every single day. I go out. I might go on a yacht. I might go to a party. I might go to you know, somebody's crib. Network. Then say, hey, bro. Fresh, you got to keep it 100, man. You want to be a rapper, man. Yo, fresh, no, no. Yo, fresh want to be a rapper, Listen, man. I'm inspired by rappers. You know why? Why? Look at Soulja Boy, right? I'm not going to cap, bro. Soulja Boy inspired the fuck out of me. Because once again, right, he was a computer guy. You know what I'm saying? Braces, nerd, whatever. But he figured out, hey, you Ooh, know what? Soulja Boy? Yeah. You, you, oh, hold on, Soulja Boy was not no nerd. Y'all gotta hold on. Stop it. You got to stop You saw his first it. video? Soulja Boy? Too? Bro, go back to 20, uh, 2006. Crank that. Or first YouTube video. Hey man, your boy, soldier boy, braces, everything. I'm like, bro, this guy is like, 16. yeah, but I'm, I'm saying like, like he went from that to who he is today yeah. from the internet. I'm like, bro, True. I want to be somebody in my own right. And I want to meet all these people that I look up to. And that being said, how better to do it than YouTube marketing and adding value. So for me, basically, bro, for networking, I wake up every day. Hey, you know what? Who can I meet? And then for example, now I got a value from a, from a podcast because we have podcasts here in Miami number one and say, Hey, you know what? I got value in this way. Let's work together. And that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. And it works because guess what? He's doing the part of being in the studio, working on shit. You feel me? I'm the part of going out there, networking. And it happens because it's a team effort. So, yeah, like I would say like that's a, like me and Fresh are very different people. Mm. Uh, like my th- my biggest thing is I'm always like scouting new equipment, trying to upgrade the studio because we run like 
15 plus mics now when we when we bring the girls and everything yeah, yeah. so like i'm always upgrading equipment uh making the studio better uh you know always improving it and then also researching topics then i also <laughs> i look at the numbers a lot and i yeah. look at like our competition other youtubers that are in our same niche look, compare the numbers think about topics that we can have you know so that's that's another thing as well is that i'm always like thinking like okay how can we change the content up so that we don't get stale and stagnant you know that's another big thing. and also when i go i, I think like you're very analytical there's, there's a part of me but yeah. but I'm, I'm gonna tell you like i try to don't i don't bring that on camera i'm gonna mm -hmm. tell you why i feel like the entertainer portion especially i do a lot of hip-hop stuff mm -hmm. like granted i'm the one who tweets out and i you know i I'm, I'm always on projections you know so when people hear you know this person's album is about to be projected to be, do this or young boy and Drake are in a sales battle. I love that. I feel like I brought that and I really took that from my, my schooling. So, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I, I went to school for biomathematics and that oh, I, I grew that. on, yeah, I grew, I grew on YouTube kind of analyzing data. Yeah. So I could like, I see, yeah. I see what, um, I'm on like social you're doing all day, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> and it's, it's like, find those trends and find like, you know, like shit. I remember there was a point I was just trying to figure out the best time to upload. Like, Hey, this is the best time to put this content up. So I'm, I'm, I'm super with that, but also like in the hip hop sphere, like it's looked at as a little bit nerdy. So I kind of like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I try to inject it in like a decent way, but Truth be told, that's what you need to do. Those are the things that either you're going to hire a team to do or you got to do yourself. Mm -hmm. So I used to do that. And then a little bit of what you do is like, shoot, I'm going to be honest, over the years. So I got to a million subscribers probably. And, and you know, I've been through like, you know, YouTube channel deletions, this and third. Mm -hmm. But like in 2016, and I remember they had also hit me up to do um, YouTube Rewind, which I just never thought they would pay attention to me. But I hit like, I did hit a million on YouTube. And that's what I think maybe some of the stuff you're talking about, you know, I had mm -hmm. to adopt too, because I came to I came to that point where it's like, hey, listen, you're making good good amount of money on YouTube. But beyond that, you're also um like, you know, well known, but you're an internet YouTube guy. And I was like, it's cause I don't really show my face a lot. No one knew how I look at that time. You know, I was just doing like, you know, even my still my YouTube channel, my main YouTube channel is still like, you know, these audio uh, uh, updates. Voiceovers. Yes, voiceovers pretty much uh, like just news reports. It's just kind of comedic and satirical, right? And then um, I said, I just made a decision. I said, yo, I'm going to take this opportunity to get on Everyday Struggle with, with Joe Budden, who's a rapper at the time, and did that. And then since then, you know, most of the things, uh, most of the things that even include leading up to this, where it's like, I got to put my face out there. So I, I get where both of you guys are coming from. And I, it's interesting to see how y'all play it. But, you know, I think I think it's dope what y'all do. Like, Thank you, man. Appreciate being around that. this dude yesterday, man. <laughs> and I guess this is what I wanted. This is my first topic I really want to talk to, man. How the fuck do you even get a girl or even would you wife a girl in Miami? Like, it is nasty. Sheesh. It's nasty. Oh, out yeah. Take this one first. It's okay. nasty out of Miami, <laughs> okay. man. Yo, by the way. <laughs> yo, so tell me how. And by the way, I don't even want to mention this person because you know this is a very pivotal week we're gonna talk about it later <laughs> oh lord you know meek mill's album dropping I'm, I'm, I'm just over the years i've been listening to meek and i'm like hey. even though we, <laughs> we're not on the best terms but i'm like yo meek is 34 still rapping about like yo my yo th this girl i just met is fucking my homies or like blah blah and i'm like yo why is that like like why is that your reality but you come out of miami and it's like yeah, yeah you meet a girl and yo she's been around yeah, so how the hell like you know especially in this lifestyle here could you take a girl serious or would you have like a real serious girlfriend? Be honest. So honestly, bro, uh, there's like a saying in Miami, right? Where if you, if you want to find a relationship, move somewhere else. Because here in Miami, bro, things go down. And think about it, right? It's a party lifestyle. So everyone wants to have fun and go outside. That being said, a lot, a lot of temptation here. So you can go to like a party, right? 
you'll see, you know what I'm saying, a good-looking guy here, good-looking guy, guy there, vice versa, there's always hot girls. So think about this. If you're with somebody, let's say you, you wife them this week, right? You may see a better chick that might be even, like, a lot nicer the next day. So it's too much options. Too many options, one. And then two, just like the – how to put this? The setting of, like, parties and, like, pool parties, all this shit, it's, it's kind of like – it makes you look at, like, you know, why, why do I have one girl? I want more girls. So it's like, why do I do that to yourself if you're going to cheat anyway? You know what also I think is fucking shit up? And I'm, I'm going to bring a personal example. So, I ain't going to mention no names. Social media? No, but but I think it's like everybody want to be on the scene and everybody want to be some somebody. You know, that used to be an L.A. thing where, like, you know, even the waitress that you're that's serving you, like, cocktails there, like, she wants to be an actress. You know, like, no one really has aspirations of... No, I just kind of want to, you know, just make like 50,000 working like nine to five. Everyone's like, yo, they come out here, probably get some surgery, get some lip fillers. Like, yo, it's lit. Let's let's get it popping, right? Like, my, my man, they ain't going to say his name. Like, you you had a yacht, like a yacht party the day before I got here. Should have came, bro. So I'm on, a, I'm on IG watching. So I'm like, <laughs> this nigga fresh got all the hoes. <laughs> so I'm looking at the joint and there's this, this one particular girl on there. I ain't going to mention no names. The next day we come here, <laughs> she's here. My man's like, you know, like apparently it was my man's girl. And and it just hit me. Oh. It hit me. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It hits me. I'm like, this is why I couldn't fuck with Miami. Because mm-hmm. I can't fathom my girl being on a yacht yeah. with some other dudes pouring liquor down her mouth, talking about dropping a yeah. boat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, this shit's over, man. It's just a wrap out here, man. So, like, wait, so how do y'all do, like, how do y'all handle dating relationships because like you know clearly i do a, a dating relationship podcast yeah right but in this environment it's a little bit skewed because you're not about to find no good girls okay or if you no. find some good girl you probably gotta you, where's the northest or furthest part from the beach part of miami like or not miami i mean florida hold on i will say this there are some good girls here but they're not from miami for the most part you know, on the gram, that's what you they're mean. Out of town, they're low key. They just go to work every day. They go home with their family, and then they go back to work the next day. And then they might go to the gym here and there. But they're like all the way down in Homestead. Mm-hmm. They're far away from all the hype of Miami. That being said, though, if you want like a bad chick, most of them, like you said, have lip fillers, big booty, all that stuff, because they want to be seen and be in the do. Yeah. So most guys, what do they, they go for? Bad chicks that are on the South Beach, you know what I'm saying? Downtown, whatever. So what you got to do is go down to like Homestead, far away. To those girls, you can find them over there, but they may not be as fun, exciting because they're, you know, church girls are there, low key, all the way down there. So, um, we we teach guys to operate from a defensive mindset, and what I mean by that is, we we tell guys like, listen, bro, y'all gotta understand female nature and know it, understand it, and accept it. Most importantly, and the thing is, a lot of guys kind of believe in this Disney fairy tale that girls are sugar and spice and everything nice. And we try to tell them, like, that's not the way it works. Now, obviously, we're here in Miami where, you know, female nature is amplified to a degree. It's on steroids, like, you know, hypergamy, you know, the the fact that women need to, you know, date up and deal with the best of the best that they can. Here in Miami, it's, like, amplified because, like, you got so many athletes and ballers and rappers and everything. that Everyone has a second home here. Even if they're from L.A., they have a second spot here. So the girls are all flocking to a very small percentage of men here. But what we teach guys is you just need to self-improve. Focus on yourself first, and then a byproduct of that is the attractive women. Because a lot of guys, what they do is they make women the focus of their life. And I'm like, no, make yourself in the gym, making money, becoming successful, make yourself better. And then a byproduct of that is better chicks. And I always say, when you become successful, 
you don't become successful for the girls. You become successful so you don't tolerate the bullshit that comes with the girls because the girls are going to play games. They're going to say stupid stuff. They're going to piss you off, whatever. And if you have the power to walk away, that makes you inherently far more attractive. A lot of these dudes be simping on these girls thinking like they're worth all this uh, all this stuff, putting them on a pedestal. Oh, let me buy her a bag. Let me sit. Let me trick. And yeah. it's like that's but, not but, how but you deal with these girls. Do that. A lot of, you, you know, it's a funny thing. And I think this is why my, Miami is a place I, is love. I love it. And it's dope. But there's some serious problems here. You yeah. see, yes, I, I yeah. feel like yes, it's sure. become the uh, headquarters for OnlyFans for women. <laughs> that is very and, true. And it, is, it is a place. It is a place where women also come to, uh, you know, get these, you know, upgrades or enhancements. That they buy. So like and then also you have the rappers who there was a time the rappers used to. The the main content matter wasn't, yo, listen, let's just spoil these girls with all these type of gifts. Not saying some of them weren't saying that, mm-hmm. but it, it, it was a different type of vibe. So like the music is saying it, the women have kind of taken power of the reins with the OnlyFans right. shit. Yep, yep. There's more simps, you know what right. I mean? And then again, this is the headquarters over here. So, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. How do you even really like you know like compete? Yeah, I guess. So here's the thing, right, bro? We tell guys all the time. Listen, man, you don't have to go there to that point and buy girls bags, you know, shoes, all this stuff. We tell them not to actually, as a matter yeah, of fact. Yeah, because don't spend no money on bags. You buying some bags? No, I don't. Why are you buying bags? You no. You no. seem cheap. I think my I know my buying, buying, buying shit. You ain't buying shit, right? <laughs> oh my. Yo, look, he I don't buy nothing for myself. He only wears merch. I don't, I don't, wear, merch. Nothing else. I don't wear nothing. Nothing Listen, else, bro. So, so you're not buying a chick a Richard Millie or some shit like that. Nah, man. <laughs> nah. Yo, like, it's, and it's, it's just open up too, like, bro. Yeah, like people be saying, like, oh, fresh and modern, y'all be tricking on these chicks, and I'd be like, bro, I'm gonna trick on no, myself. No, 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 hold on, hold on. <laughs> this, this is where I this is on the watch, nigga. I ain't gonna put y'all. I ain't gonna pitch out against each other. Yeah, you don't. You see, for example, like people be asking, like, yo, act. And it's always noticed when I come to Miami because I live in a very rural, you know, I don't live around where shit's going on. Yeah. I live really a regular life. I go to grocery store this and third. So if I wore a chain and a watch like him, mm-hmm. like it would be like, yo, who the fuck is this guy? You know what I mean? So, <laughs> and by the way, I like it, you know, like I, I dress regular, you know, I wear my hoodies or wherever the case is, you know, whatever. And, and you do the same too. Yeah. But what comes with that is like a chick would sound crazy. If she's like, yo, you should get me like an AP when I got on, like, you know what I mean, a fossil watch. Yeah, like, come yeah, on, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. even make sense. Now, yeah. even but like, Grant, I got I got a couple cool cards, but still, even then, you know you could try. Fresh though. Mm-hmm. When you wear the watch, <laughs> when you got the diamonds on all yes, the time. Yes, sir. We out here shining, man. Part of it is like mm-hmm. you it's showing off the opulence, which is nothing wrong with you work hard for it. Mm-hmm. But now you got to start shouting it on to the women. No. Right? A no. girl who's fucking with you, she might be like, well, if you got the Dior bag, I need a Chanel little clutch or something like that. All right. Act. 100%. That's the Are average- you tricking, bro? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Let me break it up for you, right? So that's the average guy that got some money and wants to show her, oh, you know what? I can take care of you, too. I got you. Girl, okay, for example, right? You saw a girl I was with for my my birthday party, the Brazilian girl? Yeah, she definitely gonna get a bag out of you. No. 100%. So, look, we were in the studio, right? 
Who was here? Kodak. Yeah. No picture, nothing. Low key. Guess what? Came came for my, my birthday. What she do? Give me a present. And then for nothing, and left. That's a, hold, that's on, hold, on. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. come back around. Hold on, hold on. You drive a McLaren, dog. Hold on. You think now I come back around? I'm dating girls, right, bro? Little baby calls her on the on Facetime. Yo, do do this for me. Do that for me. When I chilling with her, nothing, bro. Because you know what it is. I figured out. We figured out basically. Like it's all about game. That being said, obviously you can't just take it to Chick Fil A and Wendy's. You got to take it to nice, nice spots. But you're gonna buy her a bag or some shoes or none of that shit. But you, but you, you gotta spend. Maybe you gotta, you gotta showcase. So this is the thing with me, right? It's, uh-huh. it's, it's even if you're not spending, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes women are fuck. If, if when you show off like too much opulence, mm-hmm. they might size you up as. He needs to show me that life. I see where you're coming from with this, right? Like, like if you if you come in with a certain bravado and like yeah, they, they, so and you have a certain look, they they might try you. Is what yeah. I get what you're Yo, trying to say. Yeah, so politeness, they right? Might try you. Like, I'm telling you, you in the club with these chicks, they they notice you just spend ten bands on bottles. I'm gonna keep it hundred with you. I'm not spending ten thousand on bottles. I just like my birthday, bro. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm not saying not for your birthday. Okay. By the way, if it's yeah. for you, it don't it don't yeah. matter. But. You know, women, they take note of these things. Yeah. You yeah. get me? Yeah. And they see you with the watch and they're like, okay, he like watches. He should get me a watch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So don't they try to hit you over the head for a bag? If they don't, y'all ain't far, that far yet. You know what I mean? Because women sow the seeds early. So here's the funny part, right? They try, but we're not stupid, bro. We vet goes very carefully. So yeah. For example, that chick that you saw me at a party with, yeah. vet it, bro. Now, she might do some dumb shit when she's, when she's drunk. That being said, though, she ain't going to try to try me like, oh, buy me this bag of that bag. Yo, can we talk about what you were doing then? Yo, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Yo, we're in the club. We're in the club. This is crazy. I we're, wasn't even there, so this yo, is new to me, too. Yes. Mine, we're in the club. Okay. Right? 6 9 is there. I'm mm-hmm. me, me and me and um, 6 9 we bumping our favorite song. Shout out to Takashi. Yeah. yeah we, Shout our, 6 9 Like, our favorite song, like, like in the last, like, week. It's been, I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's like Meek Mill, uh, Dreams of Nightmare. You'd be like, I used to okay. pray for times like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's like 2010. You're singing Meek Mill. I'm like, oh, shit. That's his really? last hit. Yeah. Your- yeah. And Lil Dirt, too. That's, that's his last. No, no, Dirt, no, Dirt got a lot of fire. But like, no, yeah. that song right there, yeah. it just, it's just someone. That with song the came up. I, I almost borrowed his fucking chain because I got to have a rolly on my wrist when it comes on. So I'm cool in the club. I'm like, okay, this is great. Fresh standing on, uh, he, 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 like, I don't know what this is about in the club these days, but everybody standing on the couch. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> standing on the couch. He got it. Every time a camera comes by, he goes like this. I'm like, <laughs> it's like this shit's crazy. This, trophy, is, trophy, trophy. this is dope. I'm Trophies. like, I like it. All right, cool. Yeah. Six nine is going crazy, so everything's cool. So I, I, I happen to get up on the couch. like, I get over here. I'm like, I feel, I always feel stupid and a little bit naked. <laughs> just because, like, bro, I don't got no... It, it, it's yeah. noticeable. Yeah, six yeah, nine yeah. got a fucking chain that's this big. Yeah, yeah like yeah. He huge, went, he bro. Spent yeah. seven hundred fifty thousand on the biggest Cuban link chain possible. <laughs> it looks like it should be on the neck of a pit bull. Yeah. <laughs> he got shit that's glistening, diamonds are dancing. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> I'm up there, bare neck, no nothing in my watch. <laughs> your academics, for your academics, just with a fucking hat. <laughs> but no, I know I'm academics, mm-hmm. but it's uh, l- listen. I'm not saying you don't like diamonds and everything, but mm-hmm. you know how that looks. It's, it's the image, right? So I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I'm up here with y'all, though. It's your birthday. It's a lot of females in the vicinity. I'm still dying over yeah. the Meek Milk. Yo, you always throw <laughs> shots, bro. <laughs> no, it's my favorite song. <laughs> no, no, no. No, it's, 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 it's last really your favorite song? No, of course. I was, I, I was surprised that he and Six Nine were singing it. I was like, wait, what? It's a favorite song. Yeah, no, yeah fire. I think it's strong, yeah. bro. No, no, it's fire. <laughs> I, I kid you not. They were singing it word for word. I Listen, Fresh has a little bit deeper meaning. And, and, and you know, even even because this this week is just 
literally as a song said, I was praying for times like this yeah. for a minute. I don't even want to talk about it too much and jinx it. We're going to talk about I'm okay. going to talk about this on, a, on another episode. Okay. okay. But it's my favorite song. Right? No lie. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so I'm finally up on the couch now, right? I'm watching, watching this guy. I'm like, all right. Which, by the way, I realized he was capping the day after because we're taking shots. Hey, we're taking shots. It's amazing. He's like, okay, happy birthday. They're bringing bottles. Before we open the, the bottles, they bring more bottles. I'm like, oh, this is great. This is, this is fucking amazing. All of a sudden, there's a girl that's kind of like dancing with him. And I'm kind of up on the couch and, and like he right next to me. And the girl kind of whispers in my ear. Yo, I'm about to fuck one of these bitches up. I'm like, whoa, this is not the vibe we're on. <laughs> so I'm like, that's not the vibe we're on. What's going on? But it's <laughs> she was that escalated this, quickly. Yeah. She was she was doing what every girl that you know when they come around, as I say, girls are smart, start planting their seeds. She came in for the wifey lane. She didn't mm. come in for the one night, yeah, dip in the morning. She ain't, she came for the, I'm gonna bring you a gift. This is supposed to be, I want to do this long term. And because of that, I'm not just coming for a quick lick and dip. Yeah. So anyway, I think there was some other girls in the vicinity trying to like, you know, just show them love. And she was just not with it, man. Bro. Like, all of a sudden, I think Leaf was there like, yo, I think she might have threw something over. Her. I don't know what was going on, but she was getting a little bit. Bro, you know what it was? We started drinking from like Komodo, right? Well, her mainly. And she was lit, right? But what happened was, I want to see this on camera. Fuck it, I'll just say it. <laughs> we had like... Five girls there, bro. That's my. And he was fucking all five of them. Yes. Jesus. So what happened was right is that like four or five were like, "Yo, I came here for your birthday to, to see you. Why are you with this this chick?" And I'm like, "Damn, like I you feel bad." Be, hold on, hold on. And, and, and I kind of like you know as you're you telling the story, a bunch of Eskimo this, sisters to one location. <laughs> no, yo, as you're telling the story, I kind of want to open up to like even like, like you know all three. Do y'all lie to women or tell them just the blatant truth, right? So this this will be like would you just tell him like yo no no this is my this is Bobby it's a chick I'm really talking to and I like I just fucked you and you're just here would you tell him so that? here's what I say right I said look we're just having fun we're vibing let's see where things go and they know because they send me stories all the time out with different girls so they know what time it is so I'm not saying like oh you're gonna be, be, be my girl you, I don't want to wife you up it's more like okay we're here we're, we're having a good time let's see what happens. But do you tell them to respect the girl who's trying to be wifey? Because you know that's that's where it I goes. Don't. I, I don't. feel like you tell the truth. Yeah, I do. I, tell I, them. Yeah. Do, do you ever lie to girls like yo? Just kind of sell them a dream. I, I always tell them if, if uh, you're gonna have to share me is what I simply say. Really? Yeah, you're gonna have you to share. You just say me. straight up like you're you straight up share like me. that. You got to share me. So they'll see me with other girls or whatever. And if they ever say anything like, "Oh well, you know, I found this girl's hair here in the bathroom, whatever," or something like that, I just won't respond. <laughs> you're pissing me off, and I just won't respond for it. Wait, yeah, wait, he's cutthroat, bro. He's cutthroat. <laughs> I lost a lot of girls for it though. Like I ain't gonna lie. Like I'm not like people say, man, you have no game, but it up. I don't fucking care about having game anymore. It's like. It's like I have so, a very take it or leave it mentality now. Yeah. So, so you literally just say, yo, you just have to share me. Like, yeah. are, are you ever like kind of like almost because, you know, I was discussing you guys. And by the way, we got to even get into like, you know, even some drama that happened since sure. I last did you guys. Let's show, do right? it. Yeah, yeah, sure. But but I, I remember I was discussing y'all on Twitch because, you know, like my audience fucks with y'all too. And they were like, yo, this and third. And I was like, yo, listen, so I love Fresh and Fit. And I think they're giving their very necessary voice because – Right now, you know, there's a section of men who don't have a voice. And anytime that happens, that that creates a need for a voice. And they're yeah. doing that. But I, but I also say a lot of things they say, there's been facts. But there's usually exceptions to it. Of course. Yeah. For example, sometimes a dude is going to act differently in a situation because maybe they're in love. Have you been like with like a girl and you, you're like, man, I like her so much. I'm not going to let like say she's not going for the sharing shit. 
but you like her so much, you're like, maybe I should just like refrain mm-hmm. from or or that's when people lie. Yeah. Um. So I get what you're saying now because I've never. Well, number one, I, I've always been upfront about it. So when you're upfront about it, they accept. They come. They, they, it's the the issues typically arise when you try to bring it in later in mm-hmm. or later on, or she doesn't know it about you, and then you or you lie and she finds out. But like when you tell her straight up. And she knows because a lot of these girls that watch the shows and they'll see how I operate. So like, okay, this is how he is. This is what I'm getting into. And here's the thing. It's polarizing. So girls got to kind of like pick right there and then, okay, I like you, but I'm not going to fuck with you because I already know what type of time you're on. So I lose a lot of girls for it too, which is fine. I I don't care. Like, because I used to be like, oh, let me finesse this. Let me spin my game, blah, blah, blah. But now it's like, I don't care anymore. I'll give you a perfect example. So this girl, right? We were talking for a bit. Yeah. She was supposed to come through. She never came through. She texted me like two months later. I'm at a point now where like if a girl like uh, flakes or curves me. And then she sends me a message later on. I'll respond with like, LOL. Like, you're hitting me now, right? And then she'll be like, oh, yeah, sorry. I was going through some shit. I literally texted her back verbatim this. Well, at this point, you wasted my time. You're going to have to suck my dick if you want me to take you seriously. Damn. And I don't care. And she ain't responding. Wait, I don't, wait, I don't care. wait, hold, I don't wait, care facts, anymore. Wait, facts, real facts. <laughs> and people say, well, you don't have any game. Yo, I no, don't but, care but, anymore. No, but Mar- 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 <laughs> hold on, no, hold on. Because I think everybody knows you know, there's this whole thing. You ever heard how the girl, t- and obviously I definitely probably have, but like where a girl Let me says, find a conversation. why don't you just say, like, why, they'll be like, why do dudes lie? Like, just t- tell me what you want up front. And they're kind of almost like, they're putting in the air, like, yo, if you just set it up front, it would go the way you want it to go. No. Like, yo, if you didn't want, if you didn't want to like be with me, why don't you just tell me from the get go you just wanted to fuck me? And, and then you're like, well, why would I tell you that? When if I told you that, I wouldn't fuck you. So I had to lie yep. to get what I want. Guys have because to. if you tell him the truth, it's not going to happen. But it looked like, like Myron is just telling him straight up the truth. No, he he the thing is, fuck. he doesn't care. Yeah, the I lose got, a lot of girls yeah, doing this. Yeah. I ain't going to lie and tell y'all, oh, yeah, I'm such a pimp. Like, oh, my game is amazing. I've never said that. That's what all my detractors say. Bro, you have any game. I don't care about having game anymore. Yep. I'm, I'm so focused with work that it's like I'm not going to sit here and try to finesse and spit game and do the, the multiple FaceTime calls or texting and conversations. I'm, I'm very like... Yo, take it or fucking leave it. All right, hold yeah. on. All right, so say she says, yo, all right, I'm down to share you, but but she fucking other dudes too. You cool with it? I don't care because she's not. I, I never claim a girl as my, as my main one. All right, she fucking your mans in here. Like on the side. We ask my brothers. Oh, shit. So, so you, you you wouldn't catch no feelings type shit. No, I, like, I never I'm really trying to figure girls. out if, if, if he's just stone cold. because He's stone there's, cold. There's always that one girl. I've seen Mappy with Stone Cold, but that one girl brings him to their knees. So you want to know why I'm like that? So I grew up in a Muslim household. My mom warned me from the time I was a kid. Hey, these American don't women aren't good host. for you. They're like, they're going to, she don't never marry one. They're going to divorce you. They're going to take your money, blah, blah, blah. And I used to think, mom, you're fucking tripping. Like, what's wrong with you, bro? Like, what the fuck? Because my, my mom is from Sudan. Yeah, so yeah. is my dad. They both came here in the 80s. So they're cut from a different cloth. You know what I'm saying? So she told me no. And my uncle, I watched him too, marry American women and get divorced and get destroyed. So uh, then it like, as I got older and older, I was like, damn, my parents are right. So. When I deal with women, and I don't want to sound like an asshole by saying this, but like when I deal with women from like the United States, American women, Westernized women, I already am on a certain type of time where I'm not going to take any of these girls serious. I already have like a uh, like a plan down the road. Like I'm probably if I want to get married and have kids, I'm probably go back to Saudi Arabia or something. Oh, okay, okay, all right, all right. So, so you say, yo, listen, I'm playing over here, but like, listen, I know what type of time y'all on. It's not good. So, but have yeah. have you had you know I'll, me and my friend salute to my guy Sh- uh, Shane. He's in um uh, the Navy. I believe he's on deployment now, but um. I remember, like, when we talk about women, too, right? And I'm going to get back to that story with that girl because she was tweaking. Um, <laughs> I want to hear this one. We, we always say, and I had to say to, like, even my cousins, like, dudes have a coming-of-age moment where 
you know, you believe in these fairy tales of like, you know, just of expectations or how women should act and how relationships should go. And yeah. it's like that happily ever after thing. And then you have to get that bubble bursted. Yeah. So you have yeah. to have, it's like, it's that, that moment where you realize whether it's you getting cheated on, whether you realize your know, women could exercise way more options than you Facts, have. Yeah. Like, and it happens usually young and you realize like, Hey, listen, I got to kill that idea of this fairy tale shit. Yeah. Unplugged yeah. from the matrix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so did, have you, did you have that moment? I remember the girl I had the moment with. If it was like me and my homie, like we were, it's, it's almost the same girl that we had the, the same moment with <laughs> because like we, it, we, we realized like pretty much nice guys really don't finish first. Nope, you know what I mean? All. It was like, like my homie had this chick, like he's bringing her flowers, you know, going out doing cute date stuff with her. Oh, this and third, she was always talking shit about the guy before her. Like, yo, this guy's an asshole. Like, yo, yo, I just wish you would die. Like, you know, you know, when girls are like, you're yeah. like, damn. So this guy, I got to be the opposite of <laughs> kids. You're not. Change our lives forever. I kid you not. One day, me, her, because we were, it's like high school, so we're all chilling groups, blah, blah, you know, playing high school games. You know how to go. We all chilling one day, and the dude pulls up. Oh, Dude pulls up, and I'm like, yo, she, like, she probably gonna tell us, like, yo, let's beat his ass. Like, yo, finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got him, right? Yeah. Yo, he, I guess he had hit her up. He's like, yo, yo, come talk to me real quick. I wanna talk to you. She says, I'm gonna be right back. I kid you not. She hops in the car, and like, we're already like, yo, wait. She said she fucking hates him. She's, yep. She couldn't wait till he dies. Like, yep. she's having a conversation with him. The dude drove down the block, and I swear, <laughs> you would think that shit had a hydraulic show. <laughs> 30 minutes later, the fucking car is jumping up. Yep. Listen. The and shit, you witnessed that? Yeah. How old were you when you saw that? Yo, well, we were, like, around, like, uh, probably, like, 16, 17. Okay. Yo, here's the thing about that, though, right? Me and him, we looked at each other because she was our ride to where we went. And we said, this is so crazy and embarrassing. We started walking home. And it was probably like, you know, because you're walking, like, it, you drove like 20 minutes, so it was an hour, like, walking. Yeah. And we were just walking, and we're like, yo, we could never, ever be in this position again. I was like, yo, the guy who she claimed was an asshole, don't put in time, who's just about one thing, she fucking let this happen with. And and we pretty much became the victim. So, you know, anyway... uh. Like, that was the moment for me. Mm. Changed my whole perspective on shit. And I think, you know, I've just learned more and more. I, that, that's Listen to you talk a bunch on your podcast. I would say, yo, what's the moment for Myron that, that fucking turned him stone cold? It got to be a girl that did you dirty. Here's the thing. It was never a girl that did me dirty because I never took a girl serious to be put in a relationship where she could fuck me up. But between watching, uh, between what my mom told me, right, growing up as a kid, uh, between watching my uncle get finessed, uh, between, you know, religious <laughs> background, and then kind of like understanding these things and going to college and seeing how, uh, you know, how girls operate, how they wanted the guys. Because I was an athlete in college and I saw how like they dealt with me versus like regular guys on campus. Then when I got into, out into the real world, how they dealt with me, with, you know, when I made a certain amount of money and everything, it put me in a kind of, uh, it aligned a lot of dots for me. And then I read The Rational Mail, shout out to Rollo Tomasi, and wait, wait, that connected what, what the dots. What is that? The Rational Mail by Rollo Tomasi. Oh, The Rational Mail. It explains yeah. like how females may select to like, like uh, from an evolutionary psychology standpoint. And when you connect all the dots, it makes perfect sense. You're like, damn, this is why girls do the dumb shit that they do. This is why what they say versus what they do are two different things, kind of like with your story, yeah. you know, and how they're, they're slaves to their emotions. And I had known this stuff roughly, and I also read The Mystery Method too. You know, I was kind of a nerd with this stuff because we both had trouble getting girls growing up. Like people yep. say, oh, y'all run around and think y'all alphas, whatever. It was like, no, we were actually nerds. We didn't know how to get girls like that, especially myself. I didn't lose my virginity until 18. And then I was able to connect the dots 
later on from reading books and my experiences. So that's what kind of made me say, all right, I can't take American women seriously or westernized women for that matter. And, you know, if I want to get a serious relationship where I have a family, have kids, et cetera, it's got to be with a woman with certain morals that aren't Western. Yo, no, yo, that's so right. Yo, there's just moments. And it hurts them for no, me no, to say that, no, bro. I'm an American. My, you know? There's moments in my mind that <laughs> come to light. And this is why I think even, you know, some people say, because I'll give certain perspectives and they'll be like, yo, Ak, I think you're just completely jaded by the fact that the women you run into these days might be cloud chasing and third. But I also have seen like, you know, women who weren't in that particular life kind of do the same thing. Same thing. Like in a sense, I, I know. um, So I remember like even this chick, right? I tried to holler at her in high school. And man, she shitted on me, bro. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't even want to repeat the like. Uh, the, my audience always says to me, like, "Yo, what the hell did she say?" But and I've been rejected I, yo, too. I want to say that I've been rejected, it, guys. It, plenty it of times. took me a year to muster up the fucking courage to like really approach her, and she just ripped me to fucking shreds, right? And honestly, like, I took that, and obviously, like, you know, you know, I'm like, you know, cool. I'm gonna uh, move different, but. Once I started getting successful, the same chick after she had two kids. Yo, she was the baddest chick in high school for me. Right. Baddest chick. I don't even want to give her no clout saying her name now because she fell off. Yeah. Watched. <laughs> yeah. She started stripping afterwards. She was she was fucking all the crip niggas and all of the football players. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, damn. But she was fucking the older dudes in, in high school. And I was yeah. like, damn, if like I'm like, damn, if she would just give a nigga like me a chance. Anyway, they all got her pregnant. You know what I mean? She had a bunch of kids. You no, know, of course. Obviously. She wasn't fucking like, you know, taking school serious. She was getting fucked. You know what I mean? Um, and the only thing she had going for her was looking good. She got pregnant, three kids fell off. Now she starts stripping. And obviously now my shit started going up. That's always tell people, I'm like, yo, I- I'm going to keep it real with you. Like, there's some dudes that peak in college, they're the saddest cases ever. Yeah. Facts. Like, you ever think Facts. about a nigga who was lit at your high school? Bro. Like, yo, if you go back to my high school, they're going to be like, yo, yeah, we- nobody talked to him. Like, he, like, I was Bro. the same here. Kid. Same here. Bro. Same here. The, the lit nigga in, yeah. in high school, wash now. He got mad baby mamas. Like, he's fucked up. He's in and out of jail. Don't got a job. Like, they're struggling. And then. For that one particular chick, bro, she tried to come back and holler at me. I, I couldn't believe it. 50 said it best. Damn, homie. In high school, you, you was a man, man homie. What the fuck happened Yo, to you? Yo, real talk, bro. You know? Even in Barbados, right? Island school, bro. Yeah. Same thing. They had the guys who were good at football, soccer, all that stuff, right? All the girls wanted them. I was in the corner, bro, on my on my, on my Game Boy Advance playing games, bro. Nobody would talk to me. Like, I had a bunch of bumps on my face, whatever. And it's funny because when I got popping, right? The same guy that bullied me in school, bro. I was like, yo, give me lunch, money, whatever. Run your pockets, right? Got all the girls, all, all that stuff. Got like four kids now. Works at a freaking hardware store. And hit me up. Yo, bro, could you help me uh, with some advice on how to make money? I'm like, this is the same nigga I was popping in school. I had all the girls. But now he's like, down, down all the luck. And now the nerd that came up, worked on his stuff, got a degree. You know what I'm saying? Learned marketing. Now, look. What, what I've noticed changed. is that high school and college are kind of like training wheels for men. Like, yeah. where like. You don't necessarily have to be of a your status means everything, but that status doesn't necessarily have to come with money. Whereas when you get into the real world, now money becomes a factor that yeah, that's yeah. valid. And and no, and that's and that's why women like they might fuck with the cool high school guy right in college or in, or in high school, but they're also going to be fielding options from the other dudes that have the money, that have the status, whatever it is as well. Because and this this goes back to kind of like because as you know we do our fresh after hours podcast, we bring girls on the panel and girls. Oh, one of the the biggest contentions women have with me, well. Why is it okay for guys to run around and smash and not girls? And it goes back to what you were saying. Like, this girl, obviously, she was in high school, 
right? And she wasn't really doing much, but she was still getting access to like football players, yeah, do high, cool guys, you know, millionaires, whatever it is. And I always tell women this is that. Anyway, it wasn't no million. It was just broke niggas, but like they, they, they like they were they were, they were so rich. Had yeah. game, had they game. Rich. You gotta realize in yeah. the high school, like you may have like if you have five thousand, like that might like it's high school. You yeah, know what I mean, so lot. like yeah. now, obviously she she looks back at that mentality. I would hope yeah. that's stupid, but yeah, you know she made permanent choices. Like yeah. you know, that's why sometimes be like, listen, I ain't trying to be up here like you know advocate for whether you want to you know your your body your choice, do whatever you want. Yeah, but sometimes women be like having kids early, change the whole trajectory of your life. Yep. You know, you have a kid with a bum ass nigga. Yep. Change the whole trajectory of life. Now you tied to him. He don't got no ambition. You know, you got to go do other things or explore the means when it comes to your um your child. You try to make them good. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. And, that, and that's why I tell the women, we're not the same. Like you can't do the same stuff that we do because you guys you guys have far more dire you. consequences if you fuck up. Versus for us, it's like, you know, a guy, even though you should raise your kid, you can run from it. So like what I always say is this, because women try to say, well, if I'm not going to run around and field options and smash yeah. who I want, you shouldn't be able to either. And what I say is, okay, well, let's say two people grow up, right? Uh-huh. You got two guys, that, uh, a girl and a guy that grow up, right? And grow up from one guy uh, is comes from a poor family and the other one comes from a rich family, right? <clears throat> and the kid that grows up in the rich family, right, they turn 18 and they get, uh, you know, a, a, a lump sum of money, right? Like a trust fund. Bam. Yeah. Instant multimillionaire, right? And the other person... Grows up poor, but goes to school, starts a business, scales up his business, becomes a millionaire through work, and someone else gets the money given to them, right? Ten years passes. The person that had the million dollars uh, given to them, it's all gone. They burnt it on, you know, buying drugs, partying, yeah. yachts and boats, maybe, I don't know, clubs. Why are looking at you, guy, bro? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I, I'm good to go. I'm Yo, good to go. Wait, wait, hold on. Sidebar. Wait, how much money do you, because that's another thing I told that nigga leave. I said, leave. Check this out. I said. You know, I don't think I'm cheap, and, and 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 maybe really I don't think I'm cheap because you know, just like like you know, you kept talking about upgrading equipment. There's just a lot of money just even yeah. in here that you've invested, right? Like you know, um, me building. And by the way, a lot of what you guys do here, you know, salute to you. Like it's definitely an inspiration. How I'm crafting even my studio. You know, like thank you. I when I came that, here, man. like I saw a yep. couple things. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna try to implement that. So definitely appreciate salute that, to man. you. But yo, um, I spend a lot of money when it comes to the shit that's going to help me make money, like business. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I see the lifestyle stuff, which, by the way, you could argue that some of that makes you money as well. Marketing, for sure. But but, but I always, I was looking at, like, I'm like, yo, this nigga fresh probably, I'm like, yo, this nigga probably running up a check. Like, you know what I mean? At least showing. You want to, all right, this this for uh, Academics Podcast only. I've never said it before. Mm. But it's kind of like, I'm financially savvy in terms of my expenses are so low. So let me explain. My expenses, bro, are less than 5K a month. That's good. Everything you... No, no. He knows. Everything you see, bro, is networking through people that either fuck with me or say, you know what, bro? I got you. Hold this boat. Come to this party. It's all paid for. But you know why? I built relationships with those people. They say, you know what? I fuck with you, bro. Come through. I'm, sure, I'm going to show you some love. So a lot of things you see me do, I'm not paying for it, bro. It's all in the house. That, that, that's what I tell you, bro. Sometimes it's for the most part, Miami finesse right here. No, 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 no. no. Yo, I'm being honest, <laughs> but 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 obviously, sometimes, obviously, you know, if yo, yo, it's an expensive lifestyle out here. If there's certain people who do yachts twice a week, yeah. Some people do yachts twice a week. Some people do, you know, parties. They're renting cars. Mm. They're they're doing these, like you know, like y'all do dinners all like man. It could it could it could run up a tab, and you could you could make a lot of money. But like if the lifestyle becomes, you know, one that like for example, say you make. Fifty thousand a month, 
Yeah. That's what people never understand about money. People just think about money when it comes to gross. You don't think about net. You know what I mean? Also, a lot of people don't think about taxes, period. Mm. So when you think about, okay, you make $50,000, right? And to, to the regular person, $50,000 is over half a million, actually 600000 yeah. you know, a year. But then you don't think about what you got to put put away for taxes. You don't think about what lifestyle that person is going to live at. Most people don't want to, like... 5000 seems like a stretch, I'm going to be honest with you. But also, don't forget this act. When you make money, you got to spend money because they got to pay taxes anyway. So that being said, though, like, for example, the first boat I had for the party was pretty much covered from my birthday, right? Yeah. Second boat, now, I don't know a person because I want to get a better deal for you guys, whatever, for the boat, whatever. That being said, I had to pay him. However, for the most part, if I go out, bro, it's pretty much on the house. And that being said, even for our taxes, bro, like, dude, you have to spend money. I used to, I used to wonder... Why is Grant Cardone these people buying these Rolls Royce trucks, all this shit? Because that's a tough right off. Don't get Bam Man Kevo, man. You're like, listen, listen, there's a good, there's a, there's a right way to do it, and yeah. then there's the finesse way. Yeah. And I mean, my, my, uh, uh, I think, I think I might have a uh, Omi and the Hellcat on my um, podcast. This shout weekend. to Omi. Yeah, shout to Omi. Shout- well, well, shout to him, but yeah. but the fans is shouting out to him too. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it becomes a tricky and a slippery slope with that. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I've been on phone with Kevo for like hours, right, bro? Talking like, bro, why do you do this? Why do you do that? He broke it off for me, bro. Kevo's a smart ass dude, bro. It might look like he's just flashing over, but just marketing to an extent that like you can't you can't dispute. It is lifestyle for like people that okay, for example, you know, people say, Oh, I'm this type of person or I'm that type of person. He's showing you a lifestyle that you can't fake. Because, for example, the shit he's buying and doing, bro, you can't like just go on, on like Craigslist or whatever and do this shit randomly. He's actually paying for it, and it's like, bro, this nigga's making money. So to me, it's like, okay, he's showing a lifestyle that people want to be like, and guess what? Whatever he says goes. So I get yo, why he's doing it. Yo, Myron, you see, like, you know, I, I, I do like cars. That's probably one of my vice. And everybody mm-hmm. has their vice, too, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, despite, despite whatever, whatever money you make. Fucked me up with a rapper. A rapper told me, it was like, he was telling me, like, you know, I was telling him I was going to get a particular car. And mm-hmm. I seen him with a car. And I was like, yo, I can't wait till I get it, blah, blah. And the dude was basically, he was like, yo, because I bought a cash. All my, all my really expensive car, I have a Lambo R8, and I have a G-Wagon, I bought a cash. And he was like, it's like, hell no. He's like, yo, the reason I put it on the gram, this shit was promo. It's like, I, I didn't even yeah. put a dollar down. This yeah. shit's a lease. Yeah. Yeah. And truth be told, like, they cut the payments like crazy because I'm promoting that. I'm like, yeah. it, and and then afterwards, I felt just like, damn. Yeah, I fucked I, up. No, no, well, no, it's not even that because, like, I really like the cars. Yeah. So, so I, like, okay, I, don't, then, I, don't, yeah, then, no, I don't regret the decision, yeah. but I was like, I look at it from the perspective, right, uh, where... I'm a, like like my G wagon's five six years old, mm-hmm. but like you know if if I did the whole whatever like I would have got it switched out in two years. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean. So I look at I'm like yo, that's what rappers do. Like I was, you know, I'm a blogger, right? I'm a blogger, media personality. When you realize the rappers are also doing, it's marketed. It's a perception. That's on the highest level. It's a perception. Yeah. It's a perception too. Fuck me up a little bit because you know there are certain rappers who said like you know little baby say yo I bought all my cars I got the pink slip. I remember posting the pink slip or the quote unquote title for my fucking cars, and maybe Joe he Santana did that. used to be big on that too back in the day. He yeah, used to buy them all white, and you always say they're all paid off. I own them. Yeah, and maybe they did that, but the majority of rappers, like they know a couple car, like car, you know, dealers out here, and then there's a switch in and out. Listen, act it's a finesse. I'll tell you this, right? We see online is made for you to see. Let me say that again. What you see online is made for you to see. Meaning that, for example, it's all. In terms of marketing. Now that being said, you don't know if that person has a connection with the dealership. Says, you know what? Hey, take this car. I'll go to shout out my my dealership in your story. That being said, bro, those things happen all the time. So you may see a rapper with 10, 20 cars. He's like, bro, 
ain't paying for most of those cars. It's either the leases or the promotions. So you never really know until you meet the person. Hey, bro, how you doing this shit? That's why network is important because now I'm learning behind the scenes why people do ads, why they do certain things. And it's like, bro, it's all relationship-based marketing. I'm selling a certain lifestyle, obviously, you know, it does a lot. And I want to, my, my bad, I didn't get to finish the yeah. story. So, Rolf, and I took some notes on it just to make sure I don't mess oh, this up. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 I'm, 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 I should rename my shit the Scatterbrain Podcast. <laughs> 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 Matter of fact, I'm starting that tomorrow. Hey, go, no, because it ties into what we're saying, but like, uh, going back to with the, with the women, because mm-hmm. like so many girls give me this thing like, oh, well, why can guys do this and why can women not do it? Mm-hmm. And what I always say is like, you take the two people, right? One grows up in a rich family, one grows up in a poor family. The one that grows up in a rich family, they hit 18 years old and they get a million dollars given to them, bang, just endowment, right? And then the other person, he works really hard through school. He's got to earn his money. 10 years down the road, one is 28 years old, one is broke, right? Because he spent the money on cars and lavish lifestyle, co-cookers, whatever. And then the other guy scaled up a couple businesses and made a couple million. It, is that trust fund baby in a position to tell the self-made millionaire how to invest and spend his money? No, no because no. they didn't earn it. They were born with that value and they got it from their family. However, the self-made millionaire had to earn it and get it out the mud. So I always tell women, you can't tell a man how to live his life sexually when you were born with your value, whereas he had to create his value. And I think that's the biggest distinct, the biggest difference between men and women is that we don't play by the same set of rules. Women play the game on easy mode. Men play the game on hard mode. But women want hard mode benefits being able to be as sexually open as they want to be whatever and that's fine you could do it but what women don't understand is that there's consequences to your promiscuity and men don't suffer those same consequences for promiscuity because we have to earn our value to be able to even exercise those options so that's what i have to bring a lot of women to the reality of like yo listen you're born with value you got to preserve it we have to create our value and i think that's something that a lot of modern women can't get a grasp of or they say immediately misogynist or misogyny you know misogyny. our boy ad you know um but it's like it's the truth like men and women are not the same yo it's interesting and you know you i think really watching y'all so you know and again i'm telling you leaf save this idea the scatterbrain podcast because so I'm the write I'm it the, down. I'm the tangent. I see you. you. You're very analytical. You write down points that you miss because you, you you always make sure you want to finish something. You know, what? I started a great idea and I just be like, fuck it. <laughs> but, but 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 to your point, real quick. Um, when I first was introduced to you guys, right? Like, of course we met, and I think that's why this is how scatterbrained I am. I started. I, I started. Actually, this whole thing. you did a reaction to one of our videos with Kevin Samuels. Oh yeah, so on, I, on on Twitch. Yeah, I, I I didn't really I didn't really know still who you guys were. Right. Um, I met you, right? Mm-hmm. Still didn't really connect the dots, right? Sometimes, like I, I'm like kind of in my own little zone when it comes to like the internet. You know, I've I felt like there was a time I was keeping up with every creator, and then I'm like, yo, all right, I'm I've kind of like I'm trying to exit that rat race a little bit. But there was a girl who who was who was watching this shit, and it was like, yo. Yo, there's this dude on here, man. Like, yo, he's vicious. Like, this is like the man's show. Like, he'll like if 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 a guest is talking out of line or being disrespectful, he'd be like, shut the fuck up and get out. And and I was like, what? And I was like, no way. We're in 2021. People are getting canceled for that. So she's watching on her phone and she's like, no, I'm watching it here. So I walk over and I'm looking. I'm like, yo, I know that guy. Matter of fact, I met that guy. And that's how really I was like, oh, so this is fresh and fit. Mm-hmm. But one of the things, you know, and, and, I, and I watch you guys, like, especially when I'm eating and stuff, I love watching internet creators. You know what I mean? That, that's really our... Thank you, Hack. That means a lot. Like, I would say it when other content creators, especially people like you that are fucking established, bro, a veteran mm-hmm. in the game, like, it means a lot when people watch our stuff. So thank you for that. Yeah, I, I watch internet creators. That's really cable for me now. So I'm, I'm watching you guys, you know, um, and one of the things... 
that I always hear you say, and I want you to explain it, because I think when, if you're not in that world where like, you know, even your channel really appeals to men, you, you guys keep talking about value, value. And you just said it now. You yeah. said, well, women are born with value and yeah. men, you know, you know, you kind of have to establish it. Yeah. Right. And I, I, I think just how natural people think, if it, like, it, just break that down. So with, with women, man, like, this is going to sound messed up, but if let, let's say we left a woman bare bones and she only had herself and her beauty, mm -hmm. she would be able to land a high value man. She would be able to land a man way out of her, her league. What do you mean high value? A man that's attractive, uh, has money, confidence, basically a bunch of things that he had to, be, to, he had to earn. However, with a man, he's not going to be able to attract women as he is. He's got to bring value to the table, which is why I always say with, with guys, I tell them you need to put yourself as the as the prize and look at yourself as a prize when you deal with women because when a man deals with a woman, he inevitably has to bring value to the table since the beginning of time. If a man wanted to marry a woman, right, he had to go to the father, give a dowry, or I have this much money, or I'm this successful, whatever it is. He had to bring status to the table to be able to get that woman, whereas that woman doesn't necessarily have to bring anything. Now, with that said, does that mean that, oh, women shouldn't work, women are stupid, blah, 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 all they have is their beauty? No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that they don't have to work to get attraction from the opposite gender, whereas men do. By the way, even to add on to that point, yeah. I, I've said this before. I said chivalry is dead and 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 courtship is dead. You know, in, in terms of- Women like, killed it too. You, 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 know, you, know people, you know what people say? Like, you know, um, like I love that Fuse said, like, I don't do dates. You know, it's chicken wings and fries. I don't go on dates. You get me? And mm -hmm. really it's like, yeah, dating is different and courting is different and chivalry is different. And what chivalry really- evolved from came from the, the the idea where like dudes yeah as you were saying dudes used to have to approach the father of said young lady and say hey i want to take your daughter out mm -hmm. i'm going to court her for mm -hmm. potential marriage hey i want to be and, and and that was such a different time women weren't allowed really to work they were really they're almost kind of seen as property and by the way you know i'm glad that you know things has changed yeah, yeah. but with things changing Everything got to change. You yep. can't still have the things that you supplied exactly. back then yep. still apply to now. So that's why I understand this update enough. Hey, listen, you're into chivalry and guys being a certain way around you. Well, this isn't like the time when you guys really couldn't, you know, like these days a lot of women are graduating college more than dudes. Facts. Yeah. You know, they like, dominate college now. Three quarters like, of them are women. Yep. Exactly. In a, in, a, in a lot of situations, women are earning more than men. I remember Facts. way more than men. Yo, in college, I remember thinking how stupid this shit was. Yo, so I'm I'm I was a DJ in college, and also I worked at a computer lab. That's why I'm kind of like tech savvy a little bit, you know. And by the way, it's helped me a lot. And I remember, you know, just combined. I think you know I'm a college student, full time college student. I'm making like forty bands, right? I think that's a lot for mm -hmm. a college student. Yeah, at least is. then, you know. And I graduated like 2013. And um, okay, the girl I was with because I had to stay an extra year. And I hope she don't see this, but <laughs> it is what it is. She graduated. And she got a job that was paying about twice as much. Mm. Mm. And I just remember, like, you know, she knew my situations, how, you know, because I, I went to school for biomath. It was really difficult. Like, there was times that classes I had to wait a year to take because, like, it was only, like, 20 people that really uh, had that made. Okay. So it was one of those, I was always in limbo. And also, like, loans and whatever, student loans. Yeah. And, like, I owed a, over 100000 in loans. They're yeah. coming to collect, right? And there was times that when I were her, now, remember, she has a full-time job. She's making... Like double what I'm making. I'm putting together like two hustles. I'm gonna just call them hustles yeah. to make half of what she does. And 
she still wanted me to pay the tab though. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And and it was a part that I was like, well, what does this really mean? It's not about like it's not really you know sometimes like even I consider myself a feminist like it's all about equality right mm-hmm. well true equality in the true sense of the yeah true sense of the feminist they've they've changed it now you know no, feminism changed, yeah. used to be about equality but it's not about that yeah, anymore is, so like in, in a true sense of that it would be like well if you're making twice as much as me yeah like maybe you handle the majority of the bill yep. you know what I mean yep. and I'll do other things you know what I mean like I'm, I'm I don't I don't care you know you know I've also because I've had these conversations with certain women and they're like yo well you know, would you be the dude who's like a like a a house husband or whatever the case is, like to handle whatever while she is making all the money? Uh, yeah, I don't care. My ego is not gonna fuck with it like that. But women ain't gonna accept it. Yeah, yeah. they, they say they will, it. which is cap. They, they say it. they'll do it, but cap. they will not they to respect do it. Yeah. So, so in a sense, I kind of was realizing even then it was like, yo, she ain't gonna really either respect you or allow you to give the excuse that yo. You know the situation I'm in. And that's why I always like, I laugh when chicks say, yeah, if I met a dude like Barack, like back then, I'll, I'll be with him. You met nope. Barack in, in law school, you're not nope. fucking being with that dude. Nope. They don't want the nerds, bro. They yeah. want a guy that's either tall, Yo, they want, they want this shit when it's already lit. Yeah. They never yeah. want it when, you, when it's cooking up. That's why, of course, and you know, God rest that my man Kobe Bryant, but that's why the line, you know, you was when we shooting the gym makes mm. sense. But let's get, let's get it off that situation. It's like, for me, the gym is I'm putting in the work to get to the success. Like a lot of people ain't ain't, 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 ain't there with you. I think you always do a saying where you're like, yo, they don't really build it with you, just move in. Yeah, shout out to 21 Savage. Just interviewed him. <laughs> Women don't build, they move in. Yep. That's 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 what he said it? Yeah, it's 21 said that. Oh yeah, shit. Twitter. Yeah. That's facts. Yeah. That's one thousand percent facts, bro. And the thing is that. I've always said it that women are not set up for the modern society that we have now. And what I mean by that is women want equality when it suits them, but they want to be treated traditionally when it doesn't suit when it suits them. Yeah. So basically they want to be courted. They want to be treated like a lady and everything else like that. But that directly conflicts with equality because Mm. if they want to be treated like a lady, well, that means the man's going to have to lead. He's going to have to pay for the date. He's going to have to assert some kind of dominance and leadership, which inherently makes it unequal. But they want to be able to pick and choose when they want you to be a gentleman, but they can also, but they want to uh, pick and choose when they want to be a lady. Actually, you know what? Let me change that. A man's roles typically are static. You got to be a gentleman at all times, yeah. whereas she can choose when she wants to be a lady and absolve herself of certain responsibilities. So in other words, take me on a date, pay the tab, make me feel like a, like a princess, but I'm not going to make you a sandwich. I ain't going to suck your dick on command. I'm not going to smash you when I don't feel like it because I'm strong and independent and I make my own money. And I tell guys, yo, you don't want to deal with a chick that's like that because you're not getting everything you that you should be getting when you bring to the table. Because like I said it before, men bring way more value more. to the table when they deal with women than women do because women always date up to some degree. So women aren't built to lead. They're not built to uh, pay for dates or to court you. It's got to oh, be the other way around. That, that's what I do want to ask you because this is what I be hearing. They they get at him. They say, yo, like – there's a lot of people who give you a chance. Like they like they like the bluntness, mm-hmm. but some people are like, no, this guy he's is a misogynist. He's a misogynist, and I'm gonna tell you why they say it. Yeah. What I, you you make certain statements like, for example, you're like, men built the world, and <laughs> it's it seems offensive. Like it's 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 in a, it's just on face value. Men built the world you live in. Why do you say that? Because like I feel like. Every time you say it and there's like women at the table, I just see the faces just kind of get like, what the fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> like explain that to me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
it's a fact it's a fact like if you look at all the create all the inventors you look at my, uh you know all the modern conveniences that we have i'm gonna challenge they were this. all by they were all by cre- created by men for the most part okay i'm gonna do I'm, I'm, uh, and, and by the way just for my audience and even uh, sure, sure, your sure. audience if you, if you sure. see see this i do have maybe one critique of y'all. i think i share it with certain people mm-hmm. sometimes i think y'all have women up here and i'm like they're not intellectually, and I'm not talking about women in, in general. Yeah. Those the people ladies you have up on the here. Podcast. I I graduated with a mathematics, uh, a biomathematics degree. Mm-hmm. I took theory of probability. I took every. You're a probability guy. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that being said, okay. With that mm-hmm. being said, I've always said if people had their 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 you know facts in order or knew how to debate, they wouldn't look so you know it looks. On camera, it looks crazy. Yeah. yeah but yeah. they'd be able to kind of counter you. Yeah. So I'm going to try to do the job, even though, listen, you got to play devil's advocate for the content. No, no, no. Job. Of course, of course. Right? Let's do it. So if you say women or men built the world, yeah. right? If if the, if the someone says to you, well, you know, well, that that dude who built the world, or even if you're like you're the most, the, the major wars that's ever been fought in the history of time were fought by men, mm-hmm. well, the woman or had to either assume new positions or take care of the household and take care of the families, which they're pretty much, they're rearing the next generation, which even if they're men, without them, you can't, you you can't neglect that. Of course. Of course. So, so when you say men built the world, is it accurate to say that when other, when, if women weren't there at all, the families would have completely dissipated? Yeah. Uh, so what I mean by that is men created the infrastructure from which modern day society exists today. Okay. You know, the skyscrapers, the Internet, technology, um, everything that's made life more convenient and, 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 and more honestly better in general, improving life improvement was made by men. And also to say, because we've gotten this criticism a lot. Yeah. Well, you bring dumb OnlyFans girls on and, yeah, models and strippers. It is and not they, true. They, they're dumb. And here's the thing. What people don't understand is before the, there's a reason why we ask the, the ladies before every what show, do you do? What do you do for work or whatever? And people seem to forget that a lot of these girls are entrepreneurs. A lot of these women, went dentists, to college, dentists, lawyers, lawyers. Uh, sometimes we've brought even doctors on whatever. And what I've come to realize is this from interviewing hundreds of women is that a lot of women, they might have different hardware, but the software, software is the same. The same. Yep. What I mean by that is. They have, guys. you know Not what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, it's true. Like the software is the same, bro. We've interviewed hundreds of them from women that do, do OnlyFans and, you know, are strippers, whatever, all the way to successful women that have multiple <clears throat> master's degrees, PhDs, whatever. They all think the same way. And this general mindset is I'm a woman. I'm strong and independent. No man can really tell me anything. I'm going to do what I want to do. And I don't necessarily have to qualify to men. I'm the prize. And I deserve the best of the best regardless of what I bring to the table, regardless of me being obese, regardless of me being annoying and rude and crass, and you should accept me for how I come. And I look at it like that's an asinine concept because as a man, if I'm a bum, I smoke weed, I live with my mom, and I'm a loser. Society punishes me for that. I don't get girls. I get made fun of. I get ostracized for being a loser, right? I I suffer consequences for my inadequacies. Women don't. If woman's fat, annoying, or crass, we have all these modern conventions to make her feel better. Oh, Love your curves, girl. Oh, you're strong and independent. Oh, he can't handle you. Oh, he's just toxic and insecure. We, You know, you go, girl. Like, we have all these things to make them feel better about themselves. So even though people say, you just bring girls on that are dumb. It's not that I don't bring that I don't bring girls on that are intelligent. They are intelligent. It's just that they've been brainwashed 
to think a certain way where most women don't respect average guys <laughs> yeah. that built the world. Hey, so that's yeah, what no, I'm going Can I that Hold on. And I'm, I'm with, even throw to you because yeah. so so I, I really wanted to even get to the, the point of canceling, right? Like, so I, I think, you know, what you you guys do <clears throat> is great. I think you guys are going to dominate this niche. And thank you, man. I then Thanks. say when you guys are becoming even more mainstream, you're going to have hella attempts to try to cancel you guys. Facts. Because in reality, <laughs> yeah. like, 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 I get what you're saying, but there are certain different stances. Like, for example, think about it. Be honest. Some of the most viral moments for me, like there's a moment of me and Soulja Boy going back and forth, and then all of a sudden he's like, well, you're fat, and blah, 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 right? <laughs> look at my, no, seriously, look, look under my um, motherfucking, like, Instagram post, Twitter post, cool, whatever. Yeah. The rapper said, it doesn't matter, right? Lizzo was breaking down earlier this year, and she's like, yo, they're bullying me about my weight. And everyone was like, no, you fucking losers, leave her alone, top body shaming her. Women and men, as much as, you know, and that's why I was saying about, like, I think with you, you're, you're like, really... Analytically, and by the way, I think it also goes back to your background too, yeah. right? So, like, you know, you have a background in law enforcement, right? yes, yes. And, and and you can expound on the second, but I, I, you know, I'm a math guy. I'm really black and white. Gray areas don't really. There's no really gray area in math. It's like yeah, see it's this math. or this. You know, well, I mean, it's kind of like too. yeah, it's it's, it's kind of like the matrix. Either O or zero. It's like coding for computer in, in just in generality, right? There's no gray area, and when you look how you know, just society is, and especially, you know, even social media, there is a lot of gray area. There is, you know, you have to, Facts. you have to allow this person to say this, right? Like yeah. somebody could, like if, if a woman is arguing with the, you online, she calls you bald, she calls you gay, she calls you broke. Mm -hmm. Fair fucking game. Facts. Yeah. Now, if you, if you call her certain words, which I don't even want to say, <laughs> you are pretty much In like- trouble. Yeah, it's over for you. Yep. So you know that is that is the reality of what's going on. Um, you guys are telling it like it is, but do you think at a certain point you, you guys might have to be like, you know what? They're not ready for that yet. First, you want to take it first? Yeah. So I'll say this regarding marketing, regarding having a platform and being responsible. Obviously, you know when you get bigger, certain things you just can't say because it's going to be how to put this. Uh, I want to say detrimental to your career. However, we've kind of figured out certain words you can replace it with to make it more palatable. So that being said, okay. we kind of dance around certain words to make it more, uh, I want to say, acceptable. But I get what you're saying. People could take it a certain way. However, you got to be realistic here, right? We live in a real world. We live in reality. People live in a fairy tale. And we don't hide anything. We're very upfront about what we do, what we say. So our platform is built on trust and being real. But, but here's However, the thing. Mainstream-wise? Yes. Mainstream is not reality. It's true. It's true. Facts. It's not real. Like, 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 for example, you know, I always, I always say this about like, you know, and, and these discussions, mm -hmm. you know, I've been having these discussions, like, for example, about Tory, right? Tory Lanez. Oh, yeah. Tory Lanez, he got a charge. That was fucking bullshit. Don't even get me started. Me and Fresh had a yeah. lot of talks about that behind the scenes, how Trump, Trump, they Tory. went and attacked him and they tried to cancel him or whatever with like no facts. They just went off of the science words. Believe bro. all women. Believe all no, women. No. And that's I, a dangerous precedent. I really Horrible. want to hear what you guys think about that. But, but, but yeah. this is what I was saying, right? Go ahead. You know, obviously, you know, uh, domestic violence is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and by the way, you know, if we're admitting just straight facts, it's definitely horrible when someone, you know, who genetically a male, you know, um, 
is usually more powerful than a woman, mm-hmm. you know, you use that power to then abuse someone in a physical way, knowing that they cannot, you know, even keep up or, or, or compete. Right. Yep. But, it, you know, while we are trying to get to a fair place in society, mm-hmm. a lot of things do get ignored in the sense of, you know, I look at Jay-Z in that, in that elevator with Solange. I'm like, I was like, yo, listen, I'm down with y'all. We could get Chris Brown like, yo, Chris Brown, you need a serious timeout for what happened with Rihanna. But even then, it was like, the, 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 I watched the documentary. Him. Bro, I she fucked them up, bro. I know, I know she, was, she was hitting them while he was driving. Bro, bro, I know, she I know, was doing dude, all type of stuff. I want to school her, bro. I know personally, this. bro. I'm telling you, bro, she saw his own. school, Rihanna? Yeah, that ass, bro. We went to the same school. I was in uh, first grade. She was in fourth grade. Bro, real talk. Caribbean girls. Oh, Barbados. Barbados. Yeah, I went to the same school. Okay, okay. Bro, I'm telling you right now, bro, I know what happened. I don't. I don't oh, need. No, hold on. I, 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 I got to go this road. Or we yeah. go? No, no. I don't no, need to see yeah. the news. I don't need to see well, nothing. Well, well, I know what well, happened, bro. The, the, well, 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 before okay. we get here, <laughs> I love my people at Spotify. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, no, no, no worries. Don't worry. No, I, I mean, these are mm. assumptions. I don't want to, yes. want to say what they. they, they these are our, our opinions of fashion fit, not but, of academics. And, well, I read the police report. Yeah, and by the way, I guess even what I was even saying, and then I'll throw to you guys. Yeah, it's. You know, in certain situations, it doesn't matter what the woman did. It's all about the response of the man. Yes. Like, for example, yes. the Jay-Z situation, he didn't get into any heat or anything because he didn't react. And there is no, you know, real, like, actually, there is zero um, penalty for what she did. Yes. You know, I watched everybody talk about how amazing as an artist she is. I, I watched no one said she's a violent person who needs to be, That's you true. know, she needs uh, uh, um, anger management. She needs this. You know, hey, listen, even if he wasn't going to, you know, the, the the opinion I heard, it was like, if she did that, she did it for a good reason. And that's where, you know, I jump off the train. I remember, you know, like, you know, I've, you know, Susan when I got shot man, right? He said, "Really, one, really one dope thing, because you know I went through a whole little Chrissy Teigen thing. Yeah, and um, you know, I, I by the that. way, you know, I realized you know she's being like you know canceled these days and stuff like that. And you know, I'm, I'm I actually even feel bad for her because I remember times when people are trying to come for me, and that's why even when I reach out to you guys and I'm like encouraging y'all, listen, the easiest thing to do is to kick somebody while they're down. Facts. Yeah. People Facts. love the people love. You don't the know job. the full story. Yeah. And really, so I had tweeted something. I and well, I didn't tweet something. I was on stream." She she had like tweeted a few things about, you know, me and 6ix9ine, like little memes. And it was almost almost she was pretty much like, yo, hey, these look at these two gay dudes right here. Right. Oh and, God. you know, and, and not yeah. to even bring up my background. stuff, I'm, I'm Jamaican like that's, you know, you don't play with that. Yeah, I'm, I don't really play it like that. But, you know, I was like, yo, that's kind of disrespectful. Anyway, I found disrespectful. I didn't really say nothing at the time. Now, granted, maybe I should have. But I waited. And it was a time when her husband's project didn't do too well. And I was like, well, this girl's always on Twitter, poking at people, mm-hmm. antagonizing people. I've never had a conversation about her. She just randomly was tweeting stuff. Look at these dudes. Yeah, you know he's. And I'm like, so I responded to her with, I was trying to match the energy. No one cared about what she ever said about me. And by the way, people just said, hey, listen, you shouldn't do that. And, you know, there was a time I remember Complex. You know, I was with Complex at the time. They came to me and they said, yo, Ak, you should apologize. And I thought to myself, I'm like, Damn. I, I remember I, I said, hey, let me tell you what she did before. Yeah. 
And well, like, they probably weren't trying to hear that, were they? They yeah. don't care. And by the way, she, she had, I don't know, there was some pizza gate stuff. She was deleting mad tweets. I don't know what that was about. But anyway, the tweets that she had sent out about me, like it was probably maybe a year ago, was gone. And I was like, <sighs> I told them the whole story, but they're like, yeah, but it, it offends women in general. And I'm like, all right. And I wasn't gonna apologize. I thought about it for like a couple. Of, I'm like, no, I'm not wrong. And I and I yeah. wasn't saying that to, you know, disrespect all women. Like she disrespected me. Yeah. And, you know, I did end up apologizing really because of my co-host who I really respect, Nadeska Alexis. She's she works at Apple. Yeah. But um, also I remember Charlemagne. You know, a guy who's a mentor of mine. He called me and he said, "Yo, Ak, listen here, bro. We're all media personalities. We speak our." Our opinion, and sometimes you know you you be lit on your Twitch this and third, so you're very emotional, and you just say the first thing on your mind. And he said to me, he says, "That's why the audience loves you too." You're right. Yeah, but he but what he also said because I did apologize. He says, "Ack, is this the mountain or the mohill actually you want to die on?" You told us that too. Mm, yeah. And, too, and, yeah. And 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 I said, <sighs> if they're gonna take my apology, if I don't apologize. They're going to make it seem like I'm a woman hater, yeah. even though this was just a personal thing with me and her. Yep. And I did end up apologizing. And really, you know, for me, like, I really apologize because my co-host was like, I'm not going to lie. When I listened to it, it felt like you, that was your view on women. And so I, I, I did apologize, you know, absolutely. And when it came back around, because it's the whole train of being canceled. Yeah. People came to me like, hey, what do you think about Chrissy Teigen? Like, well, everybody hates her. Because she was the person who was ahead of the mob on Twitter with the pitchfork saying, we're going to Axe House or whoever they, they were going to cancel at the time. And when, you know, she's still going through what she's going through. And people wanted me to, you know, reciprocate that energy. And I realized that you have to stop. Mm. So I wish her nothing but the best, you know. And by the, by the way, you know, she's expressed like how much social media means to her. So she does like being on there. But right now, people don't like her on there. For whatever reason, there's a mob mentality to try to attack her. and. That was the point I felt that. So I guess, you know, really throwing it back to you guys, in terms of being canceled, mm -hmm. I remember making those decisions to say, you know what, man, I could, I hope I'm not a bitch to my audience if I apologize. Because I my tone was wrong, but I was angry. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't angry at all women. I was angry at what, what, I, what I felt, you know, she was trying to say about me and I was trying to say something about her. Yeah, And, um, you know, I guess, you know, asking you guys just in canceling in general, have you guys ever said something that you're like, you know what, let me kind of clean up a bit. And I'll even segue because I, I want you guys, I feel like I'm talking for the last three minutes. Even when it came to the issues you guys had with like some other creators, mm -hmm. you know, and that it went a little personal. Do you guys felt like you've ever said anything since you guys been a podcast that you would bring back or clean up or apologize for just straight up? I mean, to, to, to going back to your story, I think it's, it's uh, you know, because uh, I don't want to interrupt. I think it's crazy that you know, this happens a lot where, you know, female personalities or everybody kind of get away with certain things and say certain things about guys. And if a guy retaliates, it's considered you're attacking her or whatever. How dare you? you? How dare you? You know, I'm going to be honest. Like, I, yo, I usually try to like, yo, I'm a person, <laughs> you, you know, when I remember I called you guys and I want you guys, I really want you guys to tell your side of that story. Yeah. Because you, you guys know what I was telling both of you. Mm -hmm. I said, listen. Fresh, I know like you've watched me and watched like I've been on YouTube where you might seeing clips and I love engaging with people who don't like me. I love the beef. Like I'm this you think you're gonna go here, I'm gonna take it here. Like some two dudes, they thought it was gonna 
taking a certain level with me. I had them, <laughs> I had them do his resume on on, on, on the screen. Like Facts. we gonna do a lot. It's going, it's going. Like I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but someone told me was like, yo, hey, listen, act. This is America, and this is this time in America. Yeah. When it comes to women, no matter, even if because I was thinking, well, I, I usually say this to people, like, well, I handle Nicki Minaj the same way I handle Meek Mill. What's the problem? Yeah. It doesn't mean I hate. They want equality until it no longer benefits them. (laughs) So, so that's exactly when I said, you know what? I think this person's right. So, like these days, if it's someone like me, I'm gonna go to a certain level, and even though I want to keep it equal, I tone it down. You have to, yeah. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. I I tone it down a bit. So I say all that to say, Mm -hmm. when it came to you guys' issues or anything you guys said said. Any anytime previously that might have went viral, have you thought about some shit? Be like, yo, nah, let me clean that up or let me apologize. I mean, we speak from the hip, man. Like we do live streams every single day, right? So for the most part, it's like we're just speaking our truth. That being said, we're not held to no network or no society or no company because we do we have our own platform, so to speak, with our own setup. So we don't say, hey, you know what? Uh, hey, b- uh, boss, you know, you know, basically the the boss to employee mentality of saying, hey, you know what? That was wrong. Fix it. We're we're all bosses, so in that, in that sense, we just keep it from uh, real, uh, from the rip. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't, I don't mean to jump in, but go ahead. You guys are on platforms, and you know we, we and are. We are. Way, people always say this. But listen, I'm a creator. These guys are creators. Yeah. Yes, we own our platform, but mm. our platform is supported by other platforms, right? Yes. Like you know, you know, my platform is supported by Spotify. You know, and again, you guys course, are on yeah. YouTube, yeah. right? And while you you might own your stuff, like. You know, YouTube is the the place where people see it. Yeah, YouTube goes through these weird phases of they might like you know, hey, we don't want this type of speech. Yeah, hey, yeah. like if you guys were a, a channel right now talking about, hey, the vaccines, oh, you God. probably are getting blacklisted. Yeah, right? facts, facts. So, do you guys like cognizantly say to yourself, yo, I'm about to just tone this down because I never want YouTube to maybe put us in the I think there. one thing that saves us is that uh, yeah. what we do is we have this open discourse with women. You know what I'm saying? And okay. we, 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 we speak for men all over the world. You know, if you, if you see the Super Chats, we got guys from Canada, New Zealand, and Australia. Pretty much all the Western world, first world yep. countries are donating like crazy, which thank you guys. We love you all for that um, because they're dealing with the same problems regardless of continent when it comes to dating, relationships, modern day women. And we kind of open the platform to let women come in and give their perspective as well. Okay. So it's a lot of the time it's respectful discourse. So people see me kicking out girls, whatever. That's a small percentage of the shows. Shows, And typically I only kick girls out if they're rude and disrespectful, not for disagreeing with me. I brought many girls on that I've disagreed with openly many times and we just have the, the honest conversation. So it doesn't come off as uh I, I think that's what helps us a lot that they can't come at us and say, well, y'all are massages or y'all hate women, blah, blah, blah. No, we have women on every single day, different girls. So it's like we have that. And also we have a team of people that also, you know, tell us certain things like, for example, how the algorithm works, you know, certain words that you can't say. Yeah. So we're very careful about what we say in terms of like the algorithm on YouTube. That being said, because of dating and re- the reality of how things work, we're very upfront and honest about it. So we don't really hold back on what we say. Do you think. There's a place in America right now for open discourse. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example why I'm asking that question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember seeing this a couple of years ago where people, this is kind of also tied a little bit to the Me Too um, you know, movement, mm-hmm. where people would deem somebody like, hey, listen, this person has, has been accused of certain things, or maybe they did do it. Maybe they didn't. Who knows? But they're accused. 
right? And they, I remember just being on Twitter. That's why, like, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of detached a little bit from Twitter because a lot of this toxicness came from there. Yeah, facts. I remember they would be like, "Yo, hey, don't give him a platform." Like, for example, Takashi Six Nine, right? Mm-hmm. Granted, he did, you know, he did, you know, enter a plea for the whole, you know, uh, the performance of a sex act with the minor, mm-hmm. and he did a viral video. There was a there's a young girl in the video, yeah, and um, there was a bunch of other older dudes. I was in whatever gang he was in at the time, right? And that video, you know, went viral. He was just trying to get viral content. Obviously, now people see the video. They're like, wait, no, that girl is younger. He mm-hmm. claims he didn't know, yeah. right? It doesn't matter. That that story has turned to he's a pedophile, right? Yeah. So once it turned to that that level, I remember when I met him, it was like I couldn't even post him without the post get reported. Yeah. So I remember telling like like his, his label at the time who I also met, I was like, hey, you guys need to have him clear up some of these things because everybody just reports whatever. They're thinking this guy's really bad. Anyway, they ask me, they say, Ak, would you sit down with them? And by the way, you know, why I've been such a friend to you guys while you guys get an attack, I'm usually the person Under that's a black sheep. Yeah. And people always ask, hey, they'll be like, yo, Ak's part of the problem. He's one of the people who gave, you know, people like 6 9 a platform. He was the person who was having those conversations with XSX and Tacion. Now, you know, people kind of forget some of the allegations, but... When he was alive, he was very abuse, yeah, yeah, he was very troubled because of how people perceived him because of that. Yeah. You know, and people didn't really want to hear, you know, his side, you know, to a certain extent. It was more like, hey, you've been accused of something bad, go and die. Guilty until proven innocent in the court of social media. Exactly. Yeah. So um when I asked, is there a, a real place for social a uh, real honest discourse? Is because for those people I'm talking about. I remember seeing on Twitter people saying, don't give him a platform. Yeah. Don't, don't allow, they're like, yo, Ak is part of the problem because he allowed that person to explain themselves. And I'm like, what? I look at it like this, you know, <laughs> and by the way, this, was, this is why I was Clown great. world we live in. And that's, this is why I got to thank y'all and I'll let y'all speak for a second. But um, I had Wack and I had 6 9 sitting right here and thank you guys for, for hosting that, right? Of course, bro. We, we got you, man. You um, Anytime. Only guy will let you use the studio. <laughs> Only guy. <laughs> Only guy. Man. It's my guy so, right here. Yeah. And, and really, that conversation was the epitome of having both sides. Yep. Mm. Great interview. It's, it's honest discourse. You could, and, and you know, like, you know, there's people who do what you guys do, but they don't talk to women. Facts. Yeah. They just bash them all day. Take camera. Yeah. Oh, this, bro, bring them into the conversation so you can get both sides of the story. You can't just have one side and be like, is is there really room for honest discussion? I guess that was the question. Uh, th- there is. It's just that you gotta you gotta be you gotta go to certain lengths to to make it happen. You know, like I mean, it's not. I'll be honest with you guys. It is not easy. Shout out to our boy Chris in the back, man. Like yep. he's getting the girls every day. We're getting new girls in every single day. We have a team that just focuses on getting girls to come on the platform. Uh, you know, whether they're girls that have been on before. Uh, new girls that want to come on and kind of, uh, you know, whether they want to promote their business or they just want to have a discussion with us because they, oh, I've seen you talk about women like this. I want to talk to you, Myron. That's happened before. So, um, you know, it takes a lot of work to make that happen. But if guys are really intent on doing it and getting the girls to show up or whatever, it can be done. It's just that no other creator really does what we do because, number one, they're not in a location with a lot of abundance of beautiful women, right, yeah. like we are. Yeah. And then number two, it's difficult. Any guy that deals with women knows they're flaky as hell, man. So, like, <laughs> like even if it promotes their business, they're still going to flake or whatever. Like, we're not immune or impervious to girls' B- uh, girls BS. You know, a lot of girls flake. It is what it is. They flake on each other. So, mm-hmm. um, it takes a lot of work, a little delib- a lot of deliberate action, deliberate planning. 
to make stuff happen. We have a team behind the scenes helping it, make it happen. It used to be me and Fresh was sourced to girls ourselves. Yo, it was that funny. Became... You know how this whole late night show started, bro? Yeah. It's literally right, bro. We went, we went on a double date, two white girls, right? Yeah. Pretty bad. I was Mexican. Yeah. Well, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> it looked like you like white girls, Fresh. I ain't gonna lie to you. Man, Yo, I ain't gonna lie. Let me, let me tell you this, man. I know Caribbean men because I'm a Caribbean man. I was born in Spanish yeah, Town, man. Jamaica, <laughs> right? A lot of, a lot of, a lot of Caribbean dudes. And I'm gonna ask you: Are you color struck? <laughs> either color struck or it's just something about white girls. You, you know what it is, bro? Is that like I come in Barbados, right? I like Spanish girls the most. I yes, mm-hmm. Spanish most. I, I did it black girls <laughs> like pretty much my whole life. That being said, when I got a taste of like tourist girls, because for example, you know when it comes to you know the Caribbean yeah. to get sand. Sun and sex. So pretty much like that experience. Like, yo, this is dope. I think it goes from to the UK, from Canada, from the US. It's a dope experience. And I just felt like it had a natural, like, uh, how to put this, um, energy towards them. It's just like no stress, no arguing. I don't know. So some um some uh women are very confrontational. That being said, though, I know what you're uh, trying to say. Now Jamaican yeah. chicks always got an attitude. Bro, I hold you. Probably got too. a whole attitude. But look, but look, I just gel better. You know, with them, and what happened was that, like, I said, you know what, this is a good experience I'm having. I wanted to, to continue. So when I came to the states, obviously, you know, I did date some some girls as well from the islands, but it was more like, hey, I have more fun vibing with these type of girls. Yeah. And then I met Spanish girls. It's like, oh shit, it's a whole new world to me because I'm from the islands, bro. There's no Spanish chicks in Barbados. There's none. Yeah. So it's like, this is new candy for me. Yeah, I tried it. I loved it, and that's what I kind of stick to right now. So, mm. but uh, it's funny in Barbados though. There's like a in Jamaica too. Girls will come to like the beach, and it's Something called beach bums. Yeah. Guys that just sit on the beach and try to pick up. Oh, yeah, yeah, white yeah. Girls. No, true, true. You're and some get taken care of. They get flown out to like Italy, Germany, whatever, and they pay for all their bills. Yeah. That's like a lifestyle too, as well. So, hey, hey, and I know I'd ask you, uh, or or you guys would tell me like just how it started, but I, oh, I just, I just can't, hold on. I, I just can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't because I feel like I've been wanting to know this, right? And, okay. I, and I, you guys told me some stuff off camera. Yeah. Like, explain that YouTube beef shit. Really explain it, it's like because I, it, it came from surprise. I didn't know the other two dudes. I believe uh, Aba and Preach, right? Yep. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you guys are in a YouTube beef, and I feel like y'all feel like I'm top strategist when it comes to that because I love you know like <laughs> yo, it's, it's it's creator wars. You know, yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. again, you know obviously and hopefully we hope that no one ever gets physical and no one gets hurt. But like truthfully, like people watch a lot of creators. Yeah. Like you guys might have some. Fans who are the biggest fans of you guys, but like you aren't their twenty four hours of entertainment, of course, right? You might be like seven eight hours, right? Yeah, they might thirty minutes a day watch somebody else, and that's what it is. We all share our audience. That's why we are doing this pretty much even a collab. You know what I mean? You guys yeah. are on, on my show. I've done your you guys show, right? Mm. And it's like, how do like how do you guys deal with that? Because where did it go left? Okay. So, <clears throat> you, you, you want to go from the beginning? Uh, yeah, I mean... Because it got far, man. Niggas was talking about boxing, pulling up. Oh, look. I'm going to go from the very, very beginning, right? Nigga kicked down the door. <laughs> yeah. So, what happened was is that, like, we had a collab meetup with these two individuals. And they came to Miami. Well, one of them came to Miami. You know, we did a collab. Show them my love. Yo, welcome to the studio. Same with you, right? Yeah, you should Show a good time. Love. And everybody uh, knows we give really good yeah. hospitality. Our Every guest, guest bro, that comes to Miami. never say... Anything bad about us. Yo, I had a yeah. great time with you guys. I love Miami. I'm going to come back and show, show you guys out, right? Long story short, showed him a great time. You know, was very hospitable to him. He did the show. Good vibes, feel me? Left, hey, bro, if you're yeah. in Miami, let us know. We we'll brought show you around. to do the show. Oh, Gave them the clips so they yeah. can use it for their channel. Like, yeah. we shared our content with them so they can use it on their stuff. Yeah. We thought everything was good, man. Dude, we're here to make content. That being said, four months later, 
we see videos saying, oh, these guys are frauds or scammers. They pay for they said we're capped. Yeah, that, basically they said we're capped. We're capped, and that like what we're saying is is, is false. So it's like we, we had a discussion about should men pay for box? We said no. But they were like, oh, you should. And it's like, how we can tell our young audience to pay for box? Like that didn't to me that made no sense. So we're like, you well, know what? Well, well you, you know, I think I, I saw kind of part of that. Yeah. And I remember saying, like, me, I don't know, I, it's probably just off my ego. I won't say the male ego thing. Yeah. I've never paid for sex for myself. And but I've paid for sex with my homies. Like, you know, a lot of times when I go out, I'm usually oh, with a girl anyway. But like, you know, also I do think it's a lot, it's a mentality thing. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, as a dude, sex shouldn't be something that you're just like the only reason why you're getting is because of, you know, yeah. you're you're it's a transaction. It's a dark so hole. I'm like, yo, listen, if I'm out with my homies and mm -hmm. it could be the strip club or whatever the case is, I'm I might be like, yo, yo, go handle my homie real quick. I'll pay for whatever. Yeah. But and I don't and I and I'm not aware or cognizant of a situation that maybe i don't know maybe i was with somebody that somebody else paid for mm -hmm. but that, that that was the whole, that's the whole point yeah. the reason why i do is because i would expect if they're like me they would enjoy if they had to do it mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. but you know what i mean it is kind of like you know in certain situations but i i couldn't personally enjoy anything that i, I feel like i'm paying for i mean i'm just thinking dude how can we tell people that follow us yeah to go pay for box that's against everything that we, that we preach so it's like that's our stance on it and it's for a reason and you want to go into more detail about that? Yeah, I mean, we just tell guys, like, you know, is, you get into a dark hole when you start paying for sex and dealing with prostitutes consistently. It's like a never-ending, you know what I'm saying? Like, people, a lot of guys get addicted to it. We've coached hundreds of guys that have been in that dark hole. And then it also makes them start to, you want to talk about hating women. Guys That's that when pay you for hate box women. every day yo, start to actually yo, really and, resent and, women. And by the way, because I, mean, I got to clarify, because, uh, you know, I've also said, this is like, yo, we go to Jamaica, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm usually, because if I'm taking care of the trip, I'm bringing maybe a significant other with me. You yeah. feel me? I don't want my homies just sitting there looking tough in the face, mad as hell. You want to show like, love? If I'm not show, these are my niggas. Like, yeah, th yeah. these are not just like paid workers who are sitting there like drones. I'm like, if I'm having fun, I want you to have yeah, fun. Fast, you know what fast, I mean? Fast. And like, if we're in a situation or maybe a strip club, whatever, whatever, yeah. man, yo, show my boy some love real quick. Right. You get yeah, me? I can now, see that. Okay. Now, if, if we paying for your homies to do yeah, it, yeah, no, yo, I never listen, thought about that. Yo, but, if, yeah. if we're in a regular environment where like me and my homies come from, they don't need that. Right, but we just told my out of town type shit. Um, anyway, um, and when you travel, bro, I like, I paid one time in Colombia. Uh, my boy, my boy did it from from like my birthday. My homie told me like the same homie. He told yeah. me did. I was like, yo, did you enjoy? And it was just like, yo, the chicks. He, he said the chicks were bad. I don't know if you really, really regretted doing that, bro. She was bad, but like, dude, the idea that I that I it was paid. I just felt like horrible inside. Like I just feel like this is disgusting to me. So that experience, bro. I just said, you know what, never again. Yo, I've been in a situation. It wasn't necessarily like on some like you know anybody exchanged money, but it just felt like I didn't get the girl, like yeah, yeah. on my own. Like I've you never know, done it illegal, so right. I mean, so you know, it, it, like it was. Just, and I remember, I won't lie to you, I I couldn't even get hard, bro. And like from bro, then on, I realized I'm like, yo, if I feel like I accomplished what's the this point? situation, yeah, bro, I might as well just I want that desire from me. And think about this, right? If you can get it for free, why are you paying for it? Like. I'm a I'm a finesse, bro. I, I like things <laughs> given to me for free, or if I get some value, let's exchange. But I'm not yeah. gonna pay for something I get for free. Hell no. no. But fresh, okay. Yeah. So even back to like the the, the the Ava and Preach dudes, right? Yeah. Okay. Whatever about the box shit. Yeah. I could I could see why some people might be like, yo, this thing is lying, right? Because yeah. I start watching certain videos. They had all type of video. Like, yo, he's been lying about his lifestyle. He's been lying about this, and it was like, yo, like even earlier you said, right? You're like, yo, mm. I'm with chicks who. 
you not spending no money on them and little baby calling their phone and they dubbing them. Yep. Somebody's like, yo, this thing is capping, bro. Stop lying. But you see me, right? I mean, I see little baby call you, but I'm just saying that's why they would say that, though, like just even hearing that. But see, okay, in Miami, things happen all the time, bro. There's athletes, rappers here, celebrities, yeah. bro. I was chilling with you, six, nine, a quarter block. How is that yeah. possible? Networking with people. Dude, yeah. I met NBA players. I met. But, 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 but I think their, yeah. their mindset is like, well, we don't believe that you're getting women to just be with you for you mm-hmm. while their their interactions with a celebrity like a baby or somebody else is going to be, yo, what you about to pay me? You know why? Because they leave with their wallet. And look. We example, have red pill awareness, man. We, yeah, we, we're, we're from the red pill sphere. Yeah. It's kind of like, for example, we understand how women and men think in the real world and how things really go down. So we come from it. You know what? I know what she wants. I know what I want. But my strategy is I'm not about to give her what she wants without getting what, what I want. And yeah. that, it's kind of like, okay, for example, let's say, for example, right? You see me out with a girl, right? Yeah. I already spoke to her on FaceTime, back and forth. Yo. Yo, oh, by the way, oh, this is going to be like a little shocking. Well, what? not really shocking. So tell me how um, one of the homies, <laughs> yo, yo, leave, I think it was Slime. Mm-hmm. Um, he found a girl that you were with, like uh, uh, IG. And I'm just full transparency. Like, you know, by the way, she's from where I'm from. <laughs> Leaf, Leaf sends me just hordes of females when I'm single. You know, I'm, you know black men don't cheat. <laughs> black men don't cheat. Black yeah. men don't cheat. But <laughs> I DM'd her. I did. So, so when I found her, I'm like, yo, oh, this is the girl he was with. I clicked. I clicked the shit. I'm like, oh, shit. I actually DM'd her before. Mm-hmm. But like, like, I mean, I, I really even say that to say like. Uh, Are you guys asking my brothers? I got to know. You smash? Bro, no, 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 Listen, I, I think you were thinking about. Well, I would have gave you the heads up if, if you try and think about her as wifey. No, no, I didn't do anything with her. No, no. But that being said, bro, I don't want a, a girl for, for yeah, me, bro. I'm care. having fun. So to me, hey, we chill today. We chill tomorrow. Don't matter. I got a new, a new one every single day. That being said, though, I just understand what I want and what I'm about. Most mm-hmm. guys, they, they, they want to get the box, but they don't know who they really are. So they'll do whatever it takes to get the box, but I'm in a, pos- a position where I figured out, hey, you know what? Dating for me is my choice, my selection. So I vet girls a certain way, so I get what I want. Now, that being said, though, people are like, oh, uh, you stutter. Uh, you, you're not attractive. They be getting that true about that, brother. They be but getting about you. It about doesn't matter. Stutter. You know why? Because it's how girls feel around you. Yeah. Understand this, right, bro? On the yacht. Weren't girls talking to me back and forth, feeling good, good advice, good energy? That's what I really yeah, care about. I mean, they know you. They know you. Yeah. But, but, right, but, but hold on. Mm. So I feel like... Yo, Leaf, I'm telling you, the Scatterbrain podcast is going to pop off. <laughs> because, like, I, I'm yeah. really just trying to get y'all to explain to Beef, and I've been trying for the last okay, hour. Okay. We're like a, a hour. Keep asking those other questions. <laughs> yeah. Yo, explain good. the fucking Beef, man, and explain Here, I'll, why I'll there was a nigga that right kicked y'all door down, man. I'll summarize Go. it. I'll summarize Go. it right now. So uh, uh, they, they came in, right? We did the collab, everything like that. We gave them the content after. They used it on their channel. Everything was all good. Abba came through. We did a stream. Stream was in uh, – uh, Preach was in Canada. We did a collab. Fantastic. Brought some ladies in. Yeah. Uh, you know, put Abba in the middle, you know, and did another open discourse with the ladies. Great collab. Everything like that. Four months later, they come out with a video saying that we're capped. Basically saying that, you know, we're they liars and we're not shit. necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like attacking our integrity. Did, so Did they ever, like, so even like, right, so if I'm watching this, right, mm-hmm. and you my nigga, right? So like, 
remember I just brought up some shit you said earlier in this podcast, right? Yeah. Like if I ain't believe, I'm like, nigga, you know, you you know, you wasn't with no bitch who uh, little baby was calling on her line, blah blah. I will call you on that. Did they do that or no? They straight no, that, that, and that's no. and that's just the, the video comes out. We were shocked. Bro. Yeah, we were shocked. We were shocked. We were like, what the hell? And a bunch of people sent it to me like, yo, what's this? And I was like, what the hell? So, uh, so we were we were shocked because it's like, bro, this is betrayal. Like, why would you? Why did you not call us? Why did you not hit us up? We could have had a discussion about this. We could have had a debate, brought y'all from Canada, talked about it. Like, why would y'all do that after we, like, everything was good. And it was four months later. Yeah. So we so were like. It's, it's an attack almost. That's yeah. how we, that's how we I took have, it. I have betrayal. a conspiracy behind it. I don't know if you want me to talk about it, but I, I have a feeling, I know why they did it. Because of that chick. Maybe Nina. I, I mean, but yeah. re regardless of why they Ooh. did it. Some girl named Nina Unrated, which we could, oh. I mean, we yeah. could break. That, well, she'll come up. She'll come up in the thing. Yeah. But so. Regardless, they make that video. Bunch of people message us. Yo, what's this? What's going on here? We're thinking, what the hell? This is four months after the fact. Everything was great. Everything was good. Fresh was talking to Abba about coming back again and doing another show. We're like, this came out of left field. So next day, we, we have a video on credit cards. We kind of took a random tangent, started clowning them a bit and, uh, you fun. know, making jokes. You know, we're having fun. Uh, some it's you know some things we were pretty personal. You know, I made fun of preacher's wife, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, nah, and, and, and you, people you didn't like that. that. And, and and here's the thing: mistakes were made. We take yeah. a, uh, accountability yeah. for it. We apologized, right? And and uh, you know we did you apologize privately? Here's the thing: we uh we did it publicly. Yeah, we did right? it publicly. That uh we apologized publicly, and we had challenged them to a boxing match. You know, in good fun, whatever. Uh, and then they accepted. But then we're like, you know what, man. Like, this is dumb. Like, this is going to take away from what we're trying to do. We're trying to hit a million subscribers. Facts. We're putting out content, whatever. Uh, uh, now, content. I get you quicker there. You're not going the fuck out. Yeah. You're keep it 100 with you. You got to. Yeah. And then here's the thing. So, like, another content creator we, we respect, you know, shout out to Alpha Male Strategies. He's like, bro, don't do this shit. It's dumb. Yeah. Get back to making the content. Because we talk about making money, getting girls, uh, fitness, self-improvement. What's his name? Alpha Male Strategies. AMS. Right, I ain't gonna There's a dude with A that kicked, that's the dude that kicked the door down? No. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. I'll get into that. So, oh, but just just real quick, uh, yeah. just after that as well. So we were gonna keep going with the with the whole shebang, you know what I'm saying, back and forth. But he called and said, "Yo, bro, just just stop, focus on content. That's what you guys are here for." Yeah. If not, we would have kept going, bro, because we're yeah. gonna we're gonna we're gonna defend our name because we're the real deal. But anyhow. Yeah. Whatever. So so yeah. So we're like, you know, we're not gonna do this boxing shit. We're just gonna yeah. keep a push and make content. So we got a bunch of people coming at us like, "Oh, y'all are pussies. Y'all y'all made fun of his country and all this other stuff," which we did not do. We that. did not do that at all. Not Where are you from? Uh, hey, uh, one of us from uh, Haiti. Haiti? Yeah. Oh, so it's my Haitians. They they contorted yeah. what we said and made it's it sound like they try, to, okay. they try to make. Yeah, we, yo, our Dude. sound engineer right bro. now is Haitian. How to see, train, you know? Haitian. How many friends are Haitian, bro? How how the photographer look for is me to talk about? He's right here. I'm like, bro. Yeah. I was in a strip club. I told Kodas people were there. I was there. Yeah. Nigga, I can't. That makes no sense, but we see, they took, our they took our words and they wanted to make us look bad. That's what we yeah, have. So that's what, yeah. So they cut the video up, make it look like we made fun of Haiti and made fun of his wife, which, which, yeah, I did clown his wife. I'm going to take accountability for that, but we didn't go at Haiti, but they made it sound like that, right? Yeah. So they chop up the video, make us look crazy, whatever it is. We take our video down because we apologize. We're, yeah. we're past it. We're like, yo, we apologize. We're going to take the content down that we that we talked about y'all on and we're going to move forward. So we get a bunch of dislikes. Y'all backed out the boxing match. Y'all made fun of his wife. And our content isn't up. Only their uh, chopped up content is up. Yeah. So people believe that narrative. Then, since they have a big channel, like a million plus, every other YouTuber decides, you know what, let me hop on this train. The thing to do right now is to attack Fresh and Fit. Yep. These guys are frauds. Everyone out the woo comes out the woos out talking about us. To include a dude that used to work for us, getting us girls. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Allende, right? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he comes out of nowhere. We hadn't spoken to him for months, bro. Yeah. And then he comes out of nowhere, calls me two days prior. Yo, what's this stuff you talking about? 
blah, 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 alleging that I was like talking smack about him. I was like, what? And I'm like half asleep. Like, bro, what? What are you talking about? Like, no one cares about you, bro. Like, no one mentioned your name. Like, we don't care. And we and we told them like, yo, we're not going to mess with your ability to make money and eat. You know what I'm saying? And we, we held to that because there was a conference bro, in Vegas. We didn't we didn't. I'm the one helped it with his YouTube channel. Show them what to do. Hey, bro, make your own videos. You will do perfectly fine on YouTube. You have a good, a good speech. You have a good, um, you know, message that people want to hear. Here's how you do it. I showed him everything, Instagram, YouTube. So if you were hitting on him, we never do none of that shit. So it's like we just show love. We never mentioned his name. We haven't yeah. mentioned his name since since May when we yeah. stopped talking to him. So why you want to put hands on y'all though? Like like you seem super upset. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. You know what it really is? Yeah. He's jealous of Myron, bro. He wants his spot. He's jealous of you. Yeah, he wants his spot, bro. Think think about it, right? Like, what do you mean though? He, like, like but, but but like like he's a one on one though. I don't even no, know him. No, bro. no, no. He has like a crazy hatred okay. for me. You know what it is, bro? I don't want to talk bad about it, dude. He, I think he's a cool person. Hey, don't let him catch a fade with you now. No, 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 dude. Do, do what he you got to do. When he hung out, he, he hung out with Fresh 99%. I was with time, him bro. almost every day. I never talked to him like that. You know what it is, bro? He's 40 years old, right, bro? He's, he hasn't accomplished much in life, but he wanted to always do a podcast with girls. We did it. We just came in the scene. He's like, yo, how do I become a part of this? So he, he, he did a painting for me, right? Of me and my dog. He said, bro, here's some value. I want to work with you guys, connect with you. I said, okay, cool. That's love, man. You did painting for me. I'll, I'll, I'll show you my whatever, blah, blah, blah. But what happened was, he was like, damn. These niggas just came in the game. And he, he's the founder of the content RP space. He watched a lot of creators. He's like, they just came into the game. They're doing really well. And they're doing what I want to do. And I saw it fester up the, the, the jealousy and anger. I was like, damn, bro. Like, it ain't oh, that serious. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it's bad. like, it was funny. Mr. Organic, bro. Shout out to him, bro. He's like, bro, bro, talk. That dude, bro, something ain't right with that dude, bro. He, he told us behind the scenes, right? And other people too that came to the studio. His job, his main job was to get yeah. us girls and bring them on the podcast. Yeah. That's so, what he used to do because we, yeah. we and Fresh didn't have time to deal with that stuff anymore as we started. And to actually, grow. just to go back to that, to, to how it started, we started this podcast with girls. It had double, double to white girls, right? Oh, yeah, well, going back to yeah. answer. Yeah. And we said, fuck it, we're here in the studio at 1 a.m. Let's go fucking live. He's like, fuck it, let's do it. So we went live that time. It, it got crazy views. He said, fuck, this shit actually works. And we showed proof of that. Yeah. We did a whole five-hour tell-all video, which we answered every single allegation that came yeah. at us. And All we the broke lies. it down with the timestamps. Proof. I, we played recorded phone calls. I showed text messages. I showed everything on I there. I, I, I told you that was a good idea. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that came from you. Shout out to yeah. He said, bro, talk to your audience and tell them the truth because they need to know the real. Because we were sitting on this information for yeah. months. We just yeah. didn't want to address it. Yeah. Because here's the thing what people don't get. Alvin and Preach wasn't really like, we don't have an issue with them. Yeah. It was, what happened was since they were a big channel and they made a video on us, everyone else was like, they're trending right now. Let's attack them. So dude, everyone came out the dude, woodwork, bro. 30 plus channels, channels. with only getting 100 views, starting getting 10k views, 100k, 100K views, views talking about us. And it's like, wow, I didn't know that we were that big that people actually could. I mean, drama sells, you know, like, yeah. you know, I, I think, I think one of the reasons why, you know, and maybe that's why, I mean, some niggas might even consider me like a drama queen in a sense. I'm, I'm always going at somebody. I speak, you know, very unfiltered and I'm opinionated. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't like it. So, you know, sometimes I see my videos and, you know, I've learned to, I've learned to discern between, between like, you know, for example, salute to my guy, um, you know, DJ Ghost. One of the first times I actually talked to him, y'all got to stop holding the mic like this. Yo. There was some hoes on yesterday or whenever mm -hmm. we had Kodak on, they were like, yo, they started comparing how I'm holding the mic to her holding the dick on her own fans. That shit was <laughs> yeah, tweaking. I, that's just fucked my mind. Wow. It's my mind right now. But anyway, <laughs> no, no, like, like I learned to I learned to realize when you're popular, and especially with me, when I you're opinionated, mm -hmm. you're gonna get people who are gonna say stuff about you that you you don't like. And whatever, but but it, it's a way how you do it. You know what I mean? There's some people who are gonna be, you know, there's Criticism and then there's yo, I hate this dude anyway, so let me just 
pile on. Yeah, you know, that's, that's what a lot of it was, man. And, and the thing is, is that a lot of these content creators, some of them are still making videos about us. And, you know, we just don't mention them. But but yeah, man. So that's what happened. You worked for us before getting a girl. So after this, you know, A&P drama starts popping off and all these YouTube channels are making uh, making uh, videos on us. Then and they decides to call me, say, oh, uh, you're going to have to see me, blah, blah, blah. I'm making me like threats. You know what I'm saying? He kept and, mentioning, I've been preaching. I'm like, why you keep mentioning these people? And like, he mentioned them. Yeah, like that's why I've been preaching, going after getting at y'all right now. And I was like, whatever, bro. So I, I hang up on him, whatever. And uh, so we're doing a live stream and he shows up and he and, and here's and I will uh I thought the door was locked. The girl that I was that was here yeah. helping us whatever, whatever, she typically locks the door after all the guests come in. But she thought it was locked, but it wasn't. The door was actually open. Okay. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because he lied to security to get up here. Y'all have been here now. Yeah, know, you yeah. have to go. Yeah, you have to go through. You have to go through yeah. security and whatever. So he lied to them because he used to work for us and come at night. Yeah, if, if you don't have they somebody recognize who's, them. who's welcoming you here, like yeah. yeah so so they because he used to come here every night with girls. So they were used to him. So he comes back. He's he comes up, opens the door, whatever. I'm like, what the hell? And I see another dude with him, and we're live on stream. And he yeah. tries to say, oh, this isn't for clout, whatever. But his man is right there in the back recording, recording. the whole situation. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? He's like. Come out here and we're gonna fight. I'm like, bro. Okay, so from my pr prior experience, right, and like, and, and this came out too. Like when people were making all these videos about us, my real name got leaked. What I used to do for work came came out. So fuck it, I'll just say it right now. I used to work as a special agent for Homeland Security. I used to do yeah. criminal investigations. So obviously, I'm trained. I look, I see him and another individual. I'm like, hey, okay, you from Texas, so you know what the time is. Somebody yeah. knock on your door like that. It's yeah, like, I lived in yeah. Texas for four years. So I'm Shit. like, okay, I see those two right there. I don't know if there's another person in the hallway. I don't know if they're armed. Whatever. Obviously, he lied to security. To come, to, you know, to get up here. I don't know what type of time he's on. He called me two days prior, threatening me, and I known that he had issues with me before. And I didn't even, I don't even hey, know this man like that. I defended y'all on that point. I, did, I, I said, listen, and I don't know, homie. And I don't, obviously, I don't have no issues because I don't know him. But once somebody comes, like I have, you know, I had a, a particular story with two bum ass things. You know what I mean? They invaded my, you know what I mean? Living a life of luxury, brother. You know what I mean? They, 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 they trespass. Like it was, yeah. it, it could be seen from night and day. Yeah, so fucking Kia. That pulled up on my block, you know what I mean? Like, so far is where I'm at. Anyway, they pull up, you know what I mean? I'm serious, <laughs> yeah. a fucking it's a Kia. Yeah. It's a fucking Kia. They dropped off a letter in the mailbox, you know what I mean? Basically, just, you know, kind of, it was, I don't know if these dudes are dumb, stupid, or retarded. Like, they was just kind of letting me know that, hey, I know where you live at. But, like, I've, that, that's a line cross. And that's why I was, you know, even back to what you boys is like, man, somebody comes here and opens your door. At that point, I feel now, listen, you know, they always say about like, you know, just people's reaction to shit. It's like, you know, it's either flight or fight. But when you're at home and you guys are having like this yeah, is studio, but like air, bro. this girls, is girls your home. Girls yeah. in studio, everybody's yeah. here. Yeah, Man, I live here. Yeah. Right now it's like, hey, listen, this is live or die. Yeah. So when I saw a dude, I'm like, yo, he he's either trying to he's trying to get y'all to do something to him. Mm -hmm. Like but if somebody shows up to where I'm at like that, I'm going to take it like you came in with all the intention. Not only just to and hurt me. Like it. you can't pull up on my crib at my crib to have no fight. We're not doing that. Yeah. No. And that's and that's what happened. So like I see him and another guy, the dude that he's with is big. Yeah. Obviously, and he's in shape too. So I'm like, all right, it's two dudes. What what's gonna happen here? And here's the thing. I knew he came for me. He didn't come. Y'all in Florida, you could get that nigga Chris. a leg shot. Well, here's so here's the I'm thing. I'm serious. So I go, I go into I go into my room, I just grab my Glock. I'm like, all right, I know what time it is right now. Yeah. Right? I'm trained for this. Like I've been in way worse situations. So I basically stand between him and the door, and I'm like, "Yo, don't come in here. If you come in here, it's gonna be a problem." And then, and then at first, he, you know, he's trying to challenge me, whatever it is. And that's when I said, "Yo, if you step in here and you come in here, it's gonna be the last time you live." 
And then you'll see the, his guy like oh, no, move no. to the if, side if, a little if, bit. If, if he ran in up, if he ran in here, just trying to swing at you type shit, he would not be alive today. No, he'd been dead. I don't miss. You would so, not. I'm, so, I'm trained so, for this. So, so you are not capping with like because that's another thing too. You know, especially like I really, I really. You know, I always look at, you know, just home invasions. Like, I look at those situations. That's what it was. If, if you don't feel safe, and that's why even, like, you know, even even particular rappers that have issue with me, I'm like, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. If I don't feel safe at where I live at, I don't feel safe nowhere on this earth. You know what I mean? So, at that point, it's really live or die. I'm yeah, going to be honest and, with and, you. So, like, I, I look at that situation, I'm like, that dude must really either think you guys are pussy or really want to die that day. Like, if he's going to run up in here thinking he about to fight you. Yo, our, our <laughs> niggas in L.A., our home is in L.A., yo, that's a free body. Yeah, and AD, like, AD and uh, Adam 22 are telling us on air, like, yo, what, what were you? Like, no, yo, of that's course, pretty, y'all yeah. in Florida. Y'all yeah. <laughs> probably not even no case. See, we're not here to hurt nobody, though. It's like, they take a gun for a week, you get it back. We're here to make content, bro. Like, we're not, like, killers, bro. We're just no, here to make content. Obviously, obviously. I mean, he, he's trained, though. He, <laughs> Yeah, but, I'm, I'm not about that, man. So it's like it's like he comes in two guys. Did whatever. he get arrested for that shit? He should have. Nah, he didn't. But I mean, it, it is. You, what you it guys is. probably ain't on it like that, Preston. But, but like, have, has he really like you know? I don't know if y'all talked since. But like, man, that was a dumb move, dog. Like you don't pull up to. I haven't talked to him since. I mean, no. like it, he, it, it was like he came here with the dude recording, whatever. I was like, yo, like this dude is like, because here's the thing, like, why didn't you come any other time of the day? Why'd you come while we're live on air, right in the middle of, it just so happened to be when we're going through this crap. Screaming, I've been preached. Look, look at me now. Yeah, look at me now. I've been preached. Look, these dudes are it's soft, a whatever. Chase, bro. And I was like, it was a hundred percent At that point, chase. okay, for example, right? We we parted ways, we fired him, whatever. Yeah. Cool. I ain't mad at you, bro. Go do your thing. I wish you the best. But yeah. now, at this point, we, we can't be cool no more. No more. Yo. Uh, have y'all ever... out to my house, bro? Like, what do you, what do you, yeah. what do you, what time you think? You think I'm gonna go out to the hallway and fight you with another dude there? I don't know what if you brought a weapon. I Yo, don't know him. Like, what? Uh, have you ever been confronted by like any of the like you know boyfriends of the women you've had on here? No, never. No, really. No, if anything, some guys have hit us up. Like, yo, that girl's cap. Like, here's what really what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. No, okay. I, I, you guys I, are in a good space right now because like with me, huh. the bigger I got, like, and I remember, you know. It was a decision I had to make active. It was like, yo, listen, you're going to either be this industry's bitch. And if you want to hang out with everybody at the clubs, pop bottles with them. And you could see be seen like the, the the little homie, like, you know, like, hey, you're like the you're like the little comedy Drewski of the, the, the you're like the, that guy. But you want to be everywhere where the rappers are at. You can't really be honest. You can't act like a, you can't act like, you know, I've always said what, I could give my opinion like a fan, but I've had to, you know. I've had to isolate myself away from these motherfuckers a bit because when you give your real opinion, you're going to get people. And that's comes with success. Yeah. You know what I mean? What yeah. I tell you, boy, I told you, I said, listen, all this shit happened, your success took a shot at you, man. That's from American Gangster. Your success took a shot at you. Yeah. yeah. And and that's why we none, had to. None of this shit is ever going to just be like free. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So so after all that happened, right, like it, it, it is what it is. Because the thing is, I really don't have an issue with the guy personally. Like, I don't hate him. Like, like he has a pr- really big issue with me. But it is what it is. We we came up with a five hour video where we addressed every single allegation, allegation of every YouTuber that came yeah. at us that tried to make an allegation, whatever. And we had proof to to you know refute what they were saying, real proof, right? With phone calls, texts, all that other stuff, full messages because people withheld inform- information sometimes and paying us in a certain light. So you know if y'all want to see it, just type in Fresh and Fit Truth, and it's like a five hour video. I yeah. put the timestamps in there of everything if people really want to go deeper into it. But that's basically the the summary of the entire story. Yeah. Did, did, were you uh, a little bit of a scared of letting people know initially 
Um, what I used to do? What I used to do in law enforcement? I, I didn't. So here's the thing. So I, because uh, I, I did enjoy that job, man. And, and I, you know, for people, for, I know people who are going to wonder. I started my career in Laredo, Texas. I did Mexican cartel investigations, drugs, trafficking. Shit, you, you seen know? it all. Yeah, I did like, yeah, really, really big so cases. So motherfucker kicking down the door, you're like, come on, bro. Yeah, I was I was prepared for it. I was like, all right, I've been in worse situations. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, you know, I've arrested terrorists, drug dealers, pedophiles, the worst of the worst. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I started my career there. Then I transferred to the Miami field office in 2018. I resigned in December 2020 because, you know, they didn't they didn't like the YouTube channel at the time I was doing both. I had my fitness business, the YouTube channel and this. And uh, they're like, hey, we don't like your YouTube. You're going to have to pick one. And I was like, well, I got people that depend on me. It is what it is. I'm going to resign. So I resigned in December 2020, uh, you know, and I'm uh, luckily I'm blessed. You know, this, this podcast did really well. Yeah. We're doing great now. You know, I'm doing great. But, uh, you know, I still enjoyed that job and I left on good terms. You know, it was it was a fun job. So. I didn't want to reveal what I used to do in the past, but what happened was when we hit all this controversy, people leaked my real name. And if you leak my real name, affidavits came back that I swore to. Did, did you care that people might judge you? Like, because, because you know, there is a stigma about, like, you know, like, for example, in the hip-hop yeah, world, course, they'd be like, yeah, yo, yeah. Vlad's a cop. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just, like, a thing they they say. And really, it's, it's like, you know, especially, like, you know, when it comes to hip-hop inner-city communities, uh, communities that enjoy, like, music like hip-hop, it's like, man, of course, of course. The, it, there is kind of a, a fear or like your know, distrust of people that have been working in law enforcement. Mm -hmm. And sometimes other people not really in that life. You don't sell no drugs. You don't do nothing illegal. Yeah. You're you're like you have a fear of those same people, too. So, so sometimes people try. To, you won't even mention that because you don't want people to have so those for me. Yeah. So like I, didn't, I wasn't going to come out with it publicly because, you know, I still could have went back or whatever, you know, after a few years. Uh but I didn't mention it publicly for, you know, one, to protect my identity, yeah. right? And then also because, like, you don't really want to put that stuff out there, you know, when you, when you used to do that type of work. And then also, but what I would do is, you know, if, if uh, you know, when a guest came in, whatever, I'd be upfront about it. Hey, I used to do this for whatever. I oh, hope it doesn't no. offend you, whatever. Like, me and you discussed yeah, yeah, yeah. behind the scenes the first time, right? Uh, but, you know, I'm always transparent with the guests about it so they, they kind of know. Uh, but, like, in general for the public, I kind of withheld it. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it, it is, is what you know. It is what it's on the bridge. Yeah. yeah. Fresh. I've been telling you, man, you see, you're going out of these clubs, man. Somebody going to try you for your chain, dog. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I, I said that to all my homies at Rocky. I, I told them, too. Somebody yeah. going to try you for that chain, man. Like, your face, your, your face and name keep getting bigger. Yeah. Somebody's just going to be like, yo. And that's one of the reasons I actually probably, I, I really don't wear a chain like that, you know? Because I always say, like, I'm going to do that mostly if I'm moving with security at a certain venue. You know why? Because... Man, like you're pretty much putting a target on your back. No, like, no, you know you're I mean? right. Like you, you earn yeah. your money, and yeah, you can buy whatever you want. But it's the same reason why I ain't gonna drive my Lambo into Newark, New Jersey, and just park it yeah. on, on any hood. And be like, yo, <laughs> yo, I'm, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm here. What up? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I wouldn't do that. It's, yeah. it's, it's, you don't tempt the wolves. You, you got to move a little different. If you're into jewelry, mm -hmm. cars, this and third certain type of lifestyle, how should change for you? No, because uh, I do move in security. Just that. You might not say it all the time. And then if I go like a place like that, I got like a big problem with me. So it's like I'm going myself like retarded to the club. Like that, that's dumb. I move a certain movement with people and like security. So I'm I'm taken care of. And then when I go, once again, it's for networking. So I'm always going with a crowd. I'm not going by myself to a party. Like, nah, it's for a reason when whenever I step out. Hmm. So that's dope. Yo, what's the next thing for y'all boys? You know, I, I look at um I look at creators as like I've, I looked five years into the future. I remember right before Everyday Struggle. Mm. And I knew it was going to be a big just career shift. Like things were going to be different for me. A lot of people didn't know my face. They knew my name. They knew my voice. And I remember like walking in the mall and I'm like, yo, I'm like just relatively unbothered right now. Like I'm just alone and nobody cares. And I was like, 
I think the next chapter of what I'm going to do, that won't be the case. And like, you know, granted, if I run into them all a couple, you know, certain times, like, you know, I'm still all right. But like it, things has changed a bit. And you could tell when you're about to enter that that period of like, you know, just things changing for you in your career yeah. where you guys are at now. And maybe if you have that foresight, what level do you see like about to happen for you all that you're like, yo, we're going to be have to get used to this change. Might not be in fame, might not even be in money, but just, you know, deal with people or whatever the case is. Even girls, bro, like this level of like fame and like YouTube club, bro, like we can't move how we used to move, bro. Yeah, we bro, can't. We learned that after this past bro, situation. Niggas think it's cap, right? It's going three days a day. No cap. I had all three the free days? time. Three dates a day. I had all the free time in the world. Nigga, when the fuck did you have time for yourself? Three dates? Get this. I'll go to work, eight to five, leave work at five, come at six, go on a date, chill with the chick for like two hours, she'll go home. Wait, oh, wait, hold on. I got it. Because I'm, I'm confused. Like, I'm confused a little bit by, like, the, 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 the like, they call it the manosphere. Yeah, prior, prior to the, the podcast. podcast. Oh, okay. No, 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 regular no, job. No, but, but they do say, like, you guys are, like, you know, the manosphere or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, I seen, like, there's some stats and shit like this. Hold up. <laughs> Did any of y'all claim y'all fucked, like, a thousand girls? Keep it a thousand. Like, listen, listen. You I'll, fucked a thousand girls. Listen, 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 listen. I'll say this. Because now I'm trying to think about numbers. Like, I don't bro, know the bro. exact number, right, bro? But all okay, real players, bro. They don't talk about this shit. No, you, you're but, right. You're but, right. But for the audience, they want to know. Yeah, okay, they're very intrigued. Are they real? Are they fake? Is this shit like real advice? So as this a said, three dates a day, man. Yeah, that's I don't even text true. women consistently. It's like, bro, and look, when I first met was, him, it was true. If I was capping, he would know. Think he was capped too, bro. Not lying. This is why, for example, so you're spending your whole fucking day like just dealing with that ass. That ass. Jesus, it was Christ. a problem. But but how was you making money then? I was, I was uh, yeah, working a job. Regular job. So I was good. I remember he had to once cut again, that shit once we started working. Like, once again, so my expenses are so low, bro. Dude, back then I was paying maybe like a month, fifteen hundred bucks for everything. And, then all and the money, you going on three days today. Three days today. Wait, different women or same women? Different women. Every single day. So how? Do, so wait. All right, hold on. So 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 so, so give my audience like the little mini tutorial. They yeah. want they like these niggas want to. Well, first of all, you know my audience for the most part believes in chicken wings and fries, but, <laughs> but, but still, like. How do yeah. you even find different women to go on three dates a day? So here's what I used to do, right? Every weekend, or for the most part, some days of the week, it's ladies' night, I'll go to those spots like Blackbird and Brickle. Dolo, uh, or you got like a team with you? No, my boys, right? Yeah, yeah. But they're like players too. Like they, they, they know their shit. Shout out to my boy Carl. He's the one that taught me how to talk to girls here in America. Because obviously I'm from Barbados. I didn't know what to do, how to move. Yeah. He taught me how to be smooth, all that shit. So I'll go with him almost every night. Is that a club? Yeah, Blackbird. Okay. It's a bar yeah. here in, in Brickell. Okay. But every yeah, night, pull up to the bar club or whatever. Every the case night is. on Tuesday is ladies' night. How do you bag him? So drinks are free. So let me explain. Yeah. So we'll pregame at, at, at his spot. Obviously, I don't drink like that. So I'll just talk shit, whatever. And we'll, we'll practice talking to people on the way there, you know, get our energy up, all that shit, right? We pull up to the club now. We're scanning the area. We call it shark mode because we're scanning to see who's the fish, who's the prey, right? Yeah. And we'll see, okay, who's by themselves, who's with a group, a group of girls, all that shit, right? And then we got to figure out, okay, who's DTF? Like who's down to leave with us after the club? So we'll talk to girls. Uh, like fucking doing surveillance like they're actually law enforcement. Yeah, and, 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 yeah. and, and, and what people don't, he's going to break it down. But yeah. like the, the thing is, is that getting girls and like really getting good at this takes a certain level of uh, persistence, yep. knowledge and uh, being aware and knowing what you're going to do. It's like there's a system to it, man. Yep. Like whether people want to accept it or not, getting a lot of girls, there is a system to it. He's going to break it down. And I'll give yeah. you my what, what I did, too, which is why we're so popular, because we break it down for guys like on a molecular level almost because. We're former nerds, right? So yeah. we're able to explain it to them because they have trouble getting girls. This is how we did it. 
and then we break it down. There's we'll, mad we'll dudes who go to the club like looking to get all right. So cool. So yeah, I scouted out what happens. Hold on. Let me just pre- prepare yeah. with this. Right. So so my first year in America, I didn't date nobody. I just went to work. You know, I slept. You were celibate, or you you just you just no, weren't thinking about that. I would just like focus on building myself up as a man first. Because okay. think about it, I can't go on dates if I'm broke. Like that's 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 retarded. Then I'm in the, I'm in a deficit. So working at Chick Fil A. Exactly, Chick Fil A. AT and T taking phone calls. Right. That first year, that's all I did, bro. I mean, I'm buying a three or four every now and then if I get lucky. But I wasn't trying to get girls at all. Right. So that full year and a half, I pretty much study YouTube, I study marketing, Instagram, how to become successful. I read books after work, all that shit. Right. So after that year and a half. I'm already confident, one, in who I am and what I want to do. And three, I have a... Because, for example, my started was way way worse when I first came to America. I started yeah. like crazy, right? It was so bad, I couldn't even get a job, bro, right? But luckily, the guy actually hired me because, you know, he believed in me, whatever. That being said... I seen you on some fucking video. You were talking to somebody trying to do some interview. Grant Cardone. Yeah. Oh, shit. That was, a, that was probably one of the most, I want to say, defining moments in my life because... Imagine your idol, right? Someone you look up to in you real estate. Yeah, I was like, bro, like he be trying to shit on rappers. I see, like, yo, he was like, yo, yo, Rich all Kid y'all Allen. rappers who got the motherfucking yeah, y- y'all got the G wagon. Well, I got a G wagon. He be showing off all the watches. I'm like, damn, yeah. this thing, he living a good. But life. He, he's made it. Though. He made it, right? So that being said, okay, obviously I read his books. You know, I look up to him. I, I also invest in real estate as well. That's why I'm I'm good to go no matter what. But that being said, it's like okay. I'm applying for his job position, right? And there's a TV show called Whatever It Takes, which is one of his series where you can apply to be a part of the show. But if you win, you get to work for him full time. So I'm like, oh, awesome. I work at Chick-fil-A. I don't want to be here that, that long. I want to get a real job with, my, you know, my, my mentor, my idol. So I show up to the place. Obviously, I'm a nice guy. I'm super nice from Barbados. And it's like, he destroyed me, bro. He's like, bro, you're too nice. No one's going to hire you. Uh, you can't sell me the, the water. Like, you know, I wish you the best, but get out of here, basically, right? And I was like, damn, bro, like, that kind of hurt because I came to America to be successful and win. You know, back at home in Barbados, like, things weren't always the best, but I knew if I come over here, it's opportunity. So that was like, damn, bro. I sat in my car for like an hour. I almost cried, dog. I was like, damn, like, this, this shit sucks. That moment, bro, I just stuck to what I was doing, worked on myself, got better at speaking, got better at, you know, you know, Toastmasters, the speaking uh, uh, agency, whatever, where you go to learn how to speak properly. Rosetta Stone? No, Toastmasters. It's kind of like, 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 like a club. All right. So I went in there, I learned how to speak, speak a little bit better in public. That being said, I did a whole like self development process that first year and a half. Yeah. That's why now, the second year, when I was going out, I had confidence, I had money saved up. And as well, I knew as a man, I added value because I brought things to the table before I didn't. So when I went, went out with my friend, I went to the club, my nigga. I'm trying to get the, uh-huh. I'm trying to get the methods right here. I'm telling you what led up to it. Oh, okay, okay. You, you can't just go in there. And oh, yeah, yeah. You so, gotta have the confidence first. Okay, so you, 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 men, gotta, you gotta do the, the, the groundwork to get to that. Men have to have confidence to talk to women. Facts. Period. I don't All care right, how much sure. money you got. Sure. I don't care what, what, what you look like. If you if you don't have confidence, you could look, look like the best guy in the world. You might trap them, but you're gonna lose them eventually. So that being said, I had confidence now. And I want to say the um, inspiration to go do it now. That being said, I'll go with my boy. We we'll, we'll survey the area. And what happened is we'll see groups of two, three, four, and groups of one girl sometimes. Just one, one by herself. That is the easiest setup because guess what? She's either there from a breakup. She's there because she's lonely or she's want to want to make friends. So you go to her. She ain't going nowhere. She's not no DD designated driver. So you can talk to her, spit some game, and that's easy to take home. Mind you, what we used to do is that we'll <laughs> come to the club. Groups of two. We'll talk to her a little bit by whatever. We also, we also had separate cars. So we'll match some game, dance with them. It's members ladies night, so they get drinks for free. They'll get a little bit lit. We'll dance, whatever, vibe, go for kisses or whatever. And once we had them like in a certain state, we're like, yo, let's go out to the crib and chill for a little bit. And every night, we'll, take, we'll, we'll talk to like maybe like 10, 20 girls. Out at 10, 20, you might get some phone numbers. Some might say, nah, we're, we're busy or we don't talk to you. We're, I want to say, real talk, we're talking like 20 girls. Most, most are, are going to re- uh, reject you off rip. 
yeah. off for the, they're gonna reject you. But it's, it's part of game. It's a numbers game. So we talked to uh, multiple girls, and then You're playing percentages. Type. Exactly. Yeah. And then once we we felt the vibe was right, meaning for example, she's touching you too. She's uh, I want to say she's feeling you, and you can see like she's like into you. Then you say, you know what? Let's go to the club. It's kind of getting boring here. Let's go, go back to my spot and turn up. And we leave the club, go to our spot. It's close by, and smash. And we did that almost almost every single night uh, for like a year and a half. And so a thousand, bro. <laughs> let me explain something to you, right, bro? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking at my leave because I'm like, yo, I, I know. I know the first one, most men stop counting. Too. Hold up, you know, like really, hold up, like uh, yeah. I don't know the exact number, but I'm telling you, bro, in Barbados alone, bro, because remember, it's tourists coming to Barbados every single day. I had like a, a were you one of them the beach bums that you were talking about? I was like, a beach bum, but I was smart enough to know where they go at to party. Oh, and my brother you, was a you DJ up at the tourist yes. party spot. My brother was a no DJ at the like club, you. so it was easy setup. Hey, my brother's a DJ. I'm up there with the DJ, you know, behind the scenes. Oh my god, I love the music, blah blah blah. Yeah, let's go, let's, let's go outside. I had a perfect, a perfect, perfect layup over here. I didn't have that, so I had to build myself up to a certain, certain status, a certain amount of money. You know what I'm saying? And then from there, I felt confident enough to say, you know what? Let me go try to talk to girls here in America. Long story short, bro, we go to club, set it up that way. And we'll do that back to back. So my confidence started to go up because I was gang girls now. Obviously, it took some rejection because obviously, you know, maybe I wasn't their type or I wasn't, you know, no. whatever, whatever, whatever it was, shoot, 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 rejected me for that nice to happen. So I built up tough skin, one. Two, I stopped being a nice guy because now I'm like getting rejection. You know what? Me being too nice is not working for me. And then what happened was that, like, when I started working at my new job, let me say the company. I'm in a tech job. I, I already established, you know, my confidence, getting girls, and then. I was making more money now for my new job. So, real talk, eight to five, bro. Now I found, now I found Instagram because Instagram was like the secret drug. I used to wonder how are niggas on Instagram get all these girls just from a lifestyle? They clicked to me. I could do the same thing. So what it was I did? Capping. Huh? Like they were capping. Like like a lot. I ain't gonna lie. Women are so women are so stupid though. Like <laughs> no. Nah, and when I say that, like let me explain. Yeah. Like women will give a guy a chance over another guy because she feels like he's closer like he takes pictures with all this he might be the security yeah, guy yeah. Yeah. But, 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 he takes... women with a lifestyle yeah, yeah but, 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 she, but, but she sees well I just seen you with Kodak I just seen you with young boy I just seen you with this person you got pictures all over your timeline and then I see you taking a picture in front of a private jet like at first they don't think do you pay for it they, <laughs> like is he just they don't care happen to be there they don't care they don't care it's just like yo hey so so really like you could just cap it up, like hundred percent. I tell my homies to do. It. I'm like, yo, listen, throw my name in the bio. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's said, perception. Throw my name in the bio. <laughs> I said, you know, I when I meet, one for that. Yeah. of course, I got my homies. I said, you know, when I meet somebody, you gonna get a pick. Throw that up there. I said, when they, when you talking to them, make up a title. Like sometimes just my homies. Tell them you a road manager. Tell them you publicist, manager, anything. Bro. Yeah, anything. This whole social media game, bro, is perception. Yeah. Facts. That being said, I figured out, hey, if I show a certain lifestyle, am I you? I had the money to do it, but once again, networking, I didn't have to pay for all, all the time up front. Yeah. I met people that actually had, had the lifestyle. So I'll be around them, I'll show stories and all that shit. Girls like, oh my God, I want to come. Where you at? Boom, boom, boom. Easy live. Yo, you know what? I'm leaving here, but come come, come show with me tomorrow. Yeah. So that goes for like every single day of the week. One a day. Then say, you know, fuck it. I could do two a day. Two a day. You know what? I could do three a day. Three a day. Now, obviously, oh, not, not every single day was a, was a hit. But for the most part, like let's say like five days out of the week, right? So you fucking you wait, but, but were you fucking three times a day? Nigga, before I go on a date, I face in the girl first to make sure, hey, we're gonna see the same type of energy. Because if you're not, I'm not gonna go on a date with you. So I need to know up front before we even go on a date. You feeling me like that? We're gonna smash, cool. No, I don't say it to her face, I'll be like, hey, by the way, I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you said yeah. this is pre the podcast, because mm -hmm. yeah. really having ambition and working towards something. 
It don't go work. I, I've learned we get way less girls I, I, right I've now. Learned, way like, less. Yo, women, way less. Women, women just take a lot of time that you could be really diverting bro, towards. I'm a multimillionaire, right? Actually at Starbucks, bro. When I'm studying YouTube and all that shit, and I asked him, bro, how do you afford this car? What do you do? And he told me, I already know what your biggest mistake is. I, I, he didn't know me, you know. He's like, you know what? What's one thing I wish I could go, go back and go back in time and change is that I spent less time with girls. And I was like, damn. He said, think about it. You were to go for four years in a relationship, right? What are you really doing? You're catering to her. You're not focusing on your goals. You're not focusing on what's important and proceeding in life. But if you're single, working on your grind, focusing on only your passion, your purpose, you're going to way further ahead. So the guys in school had those girls <coughs> four or five years. Where they at right now? Still working on girls or whatever, you know, Target. But you guys that took the time, the, ner- ner- the nerds in school took the time to like study, become better. They way ahead now because they took the time by themselves to grow as a man. And, and so, the reality is this too. I, I've, I've always said it. You, Mario, you, I think you're running through the holes. I'm going to keep it real with you. Me? Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'm, I'm I'll tell you, you my little story. Women love the asshole. They do. They, they, they love the asshole. But I lose a lot too. I lose a lot. I but lose what more for me being an asshole. For what you lose, you save time in the ones you get. And that's exactly why I run the game that I get. For all the thank you academics, you just said it. Like, because a lot of people, one of the biggest critiques we got, oh, he doesn't really sleep with a thousand girls. Myron has no game. These guys are frauds. But the thing is, is that a lot of what our detractors, what I noticed was a lot of our detractors didn't watch our earlier videos. We got yep. a lot of slack because we told guys, because we, um, people said, well, Myron's on a sugar daddy site. He doesn't really get girls. <laughs> and what we said was, bro, we told y'all back in fucking August of last year. One of our first wait, videos. Wait, you on a sugar daddy? Wait, 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 yeah, that. nigga. That's the game too. We, yeah. We, wait, wait, we, explain that game. Okay. Sugar. All right. All right. Let me Bro. break this down. We're going to go woman, womanizing 101. Okay. Oh yeah. God. So when it comes to getting girls, right? Yeah. It's sales. There's different lead sources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to break it down. This is why people really fuck with us because we break it down for them. So we ha- you have online dating like Tinder, Bumble, etc. You have meeting girls in person, cold approaching, which is what Fresh was describing. Whether Instagram it's be night game, one. right? Night game or yeah. night or day game, whether during the day you're cold approach or at the store or you're at a club. Then you got Instagram game, running a so- social media game. Then you got um, social circle game, like you know the girl through work, friends, school, or mutual friends, whatever it is. And then you got uh, and then you got sugar sites. Yeah, right. These are the five main different types of game. I mean, there's variances of them, but. You could put all of them under one of these umbrellas, right? These are sourcing methods. But but don't women that go to that like those sites though expect monetary? I'll break company. it down for you in a second. Gotcha. This is where I'll break it down here in a second. So what we do is we tell guys you need to be getting girls from all these avenues. You just need to be talking to girls on Instagram. You need to be using online dating. You need to be cold approaching girls during the day. Cold approaching. So y'all girls on Tinder night. too. Like, on every everything, bro. Everything. Instagram is the biggest one, though. Instagram is the biggest one. Now, now we don't have as much time. No, no, yeah, but yeah, yeah. When we were really like, when when I first met Fresh, we were full on womanizers because <laughs> if you was catching on TikTok, fuck it. It's yeah. like it's whatever. Oh shit, Link, nigga, LinkedIn too. LinkedIn as well. LinkedIn, yeah. yes, nigga. Yeah, we're using everything. So, Damn. y'all so, gotta be on. Cl- I hear clubhouse. They be a busting it open. It. Like, well, they, they, I, those Miami thoughts. But b- 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 then we we have clubhouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, clubhouse yeah, 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 clubhouse. Yeah. So this is part of the podcast. I'm working yeah. my my job right, and he and I'm starting my I'm doing my fitness business outside. He's working his job. We're going out on double days, getting girls. We got the most girls when we first met up, yeah. right? So, were you still working for law enforcement at that time? I was. Because because like is any anyone I know that works in law enforcement like. Their free time is so staggered because sometimes even the shifts that, yeah. that you work. So it's never really you get a real life to be able to just like I'm casually out here. Fortunately, with the feds, it's a nine to five typically. Oh, okay. unless you have a certain case that has you out during d- different hours. Yeah, yeah. And me, I did work a lot at night and everything. So there were days where I couldn't go out with girls and all that. Yeah. But it's fine. Like I was a pretty flexible schedule. So it was good. But like, yeah, we, we were like going out, me and girls, all this other stuff. So we were using all these platforms to get girls, right? Mm-hmm. Online dating. Cold approach, day and night, Instagram, 
uh, uh, sugar sites, everything. So what happens is when you have all these lead sources, now you get contact information. Okay, her Instagram, her phone number. Once you get her contact information, this is where most guys fuck up. What a lot of guys do is they sit there, they have multiple conversations with her, they talk to her for a while, whatever. Yep. We actually tell guys, get her on a date immediately ASAP. once you get her ASAP. once you get her contact information. Mm-hmm. Because the oh, sale is So sugar site's another game. Yeah. So every every advanced. every avenue don't you have to pay like something? I'll break it down. Here, I'll break it down. Yeah. So every avenue has different nuances. Yeah. When you run Instagram game, you have to have a certain type of profile. When you run online game with Tinder and Bumble, you have pictures. to have a certain type of pictures and everything. You have to vary up your game based on what platform you're on. Now, let's talk about sugar sites. We talked about using sugar sites back August of last year, but people didn't fuck with the content back then, and they didn't go back and look at the archives. So they see, Martin's on a sugar site. We're exposing him. He's a sugar daddy. He's a fraud, blah, blah, blah. We said it many times. We've been saying, you go on sugar sites because the sugar sites have the baddest girls. Facts. And mm. you have a higher perceived sense of value because you're on these sites and the girls assume you have someone, you have some status. Cause I've, I can't tell you how many times I match with a girl on Bumble or on Tinder. She ain't giving me the time of day. Same fucking pictures, same profile. She sees me on a sugar site. Now she's going out on a date. Yep. And that's what it is. So they assume so, you're already rich if you're on a sugar they, site. They, and you have higher one perceived thing as value. Well, think about this, right? What young nigga you know making money is on a sugar site? They're all old. True. So when you so, come up, he's like, you're an anomaly. What the fuck? Exactly. Oh, shit. So dudes that are in this know sugar sites are a great way to source growth. Now, let's answer the other problem, the, uh, the other uh, thing that people think. You're on that site, you must be paying. No, dummy. <laughs> Hell no. Because here's the thing. If you know how to work it correctly and you're able to screen out time wasters and girls that are escorts or girls that want to do paper meet, whatever. Because yep. all the haters did not show my entire profile where I said no PPM, which means paper meet. I, I do that up front. So I screen out a lot of girls because I used to have it where it was like more ambiguous and she could yeah. just message me. But then I got too many messages from like escorts and like chicks yeah. trying to get a come up. I said, fuck that. So I put no PPM in there on a bunch of other things. And I made my profile a little bit more rigid. But if you do it correctly and you screen the girl out, like he said, through FaceTime calls, through making your profile a certain way, she's already going to know what type of time you're on. And she can't try to finesse you for money because girls size you up in the first five seconds. Yep. Okay, this dude's a trick. I'm going to put him in the trick lane. I'm going to try to get a bag off him. But if she meets you and you're like not on that type of time from your energy, the way you speak, the way you convey yourself, certain confidence, certain characteristics you have, she knows she can't do it. So when I would do a FaceTime call with a girl, she knew right away, okay, I can't really finesse this type of dude. Why are you on this site? And then we would just, and I would just use it as a dating site, yeah. not as a sugar site. Yeah. But the thing is you have to put yourself in a certain way where she doesn't necessarily try you. So that's why I used to um, make my profile a little abrasive or whatever. And the other thing too, a lot of people don't know, a little secret a lot of successful women that make money go on these sugar sites. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they want someone on their same socioeconomic they don't want status. Bumps. They don't want bumps. But they don't, and they don't want bumps. So what a lot of girls yeah, do I've is, thought about this shit in a different way. Bro, we study Dude. this. Like, th- this is like, we, this is what we do. <laughs> marketing, it's, it, it's a dating, basically. Like we could, the whole sales funnel, the lead funnel, the lead generation, we did it for the guys here on, on, the, on the show to know how to get girls, literally. So, so people that just started fucking with us, because the, the channel blew up, quickly yeah so people didn't go back and look at like all the archives what we talked about you need to use sugar sites is one of the best kept secrets because the girls already come at you correct on tinder and shit they'd be on some bullshit flaky not respond whatever it is on that site they know you have higher perceived value and you stand out because you're a younger dude you're attractive you're not some weird dude you actually have pictures of yourself you're not asking for fetishes and the other thing too there's a lot of attractive women on there that are successful that make money and what they'll do is they'll make their profile private so no one can find them but then they'll message you because they make a certain amount of money and they're tired of dating bums on Tinder and and, and uh, uh, Tinder and Bumble and regular sites, so they'll message you. So it's also a great way hold to meet girls that make crazy money. Hold on, here's a secret, a secret sauce, right? I never shared this with anybody before as well. With the sugar sites, 
If girls meet that fuck with you, bro, they'll tell you what's happening behind the scenes. So, for example, some of these girls are dating athletes, <laughs> rappers, celebrities. So the shit I'm hearing, bro, is like, yo, from the horse's mouth. Oh yeah, I did it, little 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 Wayne, little, little baby. Yeah, I did this, this so, and that. So y- y'all don't care about like a monogamous girl, then? Like y- no, y- y'all just about nah. like we're, nigga. We had to have fun, bro. Like real talk, bro. Think about this, right? Recreational use only. What girl you know in the U.S. right is worth dating? For the most part, not many. And the ones that are out here, they're doing the worst. So it's Fresh, like you gonna get married though, because he, he, I, I can tell you, no. he, he he he's already committed to. Hey, listen, I'm over here having fun. I'm gonna find a nice girl who is not in this matrix. Yeah. Back in Sudan, okay. Yeah. Saudi Arabia, right? I'm a nice guy. Yeah, but the inside, bro, nigga, I'm aware as fuck. So that being said, I've already been married. You've been married? Yeah. Why? So I married a single mom, right? She was a single Stupid. mom. Yep. <laughs> so this experience comes from me learning through trial and error as well. So wait, so you was a stepdaddy type shit? I was. Holy. Yep, for a whole year. That's why I tell wait, you, bro. You married for a year? Yeah. We talked about this openly too. He made yeah. a video bro, said we did. He niggas, dated a single niggas mom. Niggas expose us, nigga. We go live every single day. We tell all our L's, bro. L's and W's. Wait, why did you pick a single mom, though? So what happened was, I can't say this, right? Remember the first year I said, I'm working yeah, on yeah. myself, get my money up, mm-hmm. shit like that? So I went, I went out to a club as usual, and one day I met this girl, right? I was like, beautiful. She was a freak, huh? Because single moms are always freaks. Bro. Mind you, she was, she was a little bit thick, but like, she was nice, feminine, and she did whatever No I gag wanted. reflex type shit. 100%. Yeah. So we, we met up at, at a party, you know what I'm saying? I got her information. Next day, we, we went on a date, hit it off. Six months, we were going back and forth, cool vibes. I never met a kid. That being said, we got a little, a little more serious. She's like, hey, you know what? I want you to meet my my child, blah, blah, blah. Oh. And I'm, I'm like... Nah, you fucked up. <sighs> you know what? You she's was... No, but no, but she's cool. I like the vibe. And she, she, she pretty much like submissive and feminine, right? That being said, my mom always told me, if you can move in with a girl, you should be married. So my Christian background, I heard my mom and family is like, you know what? If you can move in with her, you should actually be married. I said, you know what? Screw it. I like her. She's cool. And I want to do, do the right thing. So I moved in with her. I got married to her in the courthouse. I went down there, whatever, paid the 150, whatever. Got married, right? Took, I took it to Barbados, of course, showed her my family, shit, shit like that. But it was like a whole big wedding, whatever. And why'd you, why'd you leave then? Oh, let me explain. So then I felt like a prisoner in my own home. Uh, let me, let me uh, explain what I mean. So, for example, it's her and the kid against me. Now, let's say, for example, right? I'm playing uh, Switch on my, on my TV, right? He trips over a cord or, or plugs it on purpose. I lose my game data or whatever. I'm mad as hell. I'm like, yo, what are you doing, bro? Don't talk to my son like that. It's kind of like you can't discipline a kid in your own home because it's not your kid. And yo, if you do. Yo, my brother told me that shit. Yeah. My brother broke up with this, this, this lady who has a uh, kid. He doesn't have kids. My oldest brother, actually. Yeah. And oh. he said he took her on a date. But, like, you know, she's been around the kid a bit. Yeah. You know, um. And the kid came, and and apparently the kid was wilded out on the mom, right? Mm-hmm. And you know he felt just as a man. He, he said to the kid, "He said, listen, you know, you should really listen to your your mom. Like, your mom is here, and she's trying to make this well uh, best thing for you. He's trying to, you know, kind of talk to the kid, maybe yeah. in a different perspective, yeah. because maybe the kid's just lashing out against mom. Yo, the kid looks at my brother literally and says, "You're not my daddy. You're not my daddy. Yeah, 100%. and he." My brother, who's a little bit dumbfounded, looks at the chick and be like, yo, like, you're supposed to, this is where you step in and be like, well, yo, daddy dipped on me. You know what I mean? Like, this is the guy I'm dating. And essentially, he said the girl looked at her and was like, I'm going to be honest with you. She's right. And basically saying the daughter is right to tell you, you ain't the daddy. Mm. And my brother said the most geez shit. I don't think you'll ever date another chick with a kid. He said, well, why didn't you tell me this before I pay for the meal? 
<laughs> Why did you tell me this shit? And that's the problem with being a single dad, like being a stepdaddy. You have all the authority with zero responsibility. That's the yeah. problem. Go ahead. But you want you want to know what really did it for me? When I met the baby daddy, right? So this nigga's up partying, getting lit, and I'm home taking care of his kid. I think you meant the other Wait, way. Wait, the other way. I was thinking in my head. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. All the, all the responsibility. responsibility with no authority. Yeah. yeah. You got to pay for everything, but you can't even discipline the kid. And on top of that, it's not even your kid. If you get divorced, that kid isn't yours. You have zero right to yeah. him. You can invest all this money. And yeah, it's it's a loss. So yeah, yeah. my bad, guys. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm planning trips. I'm trying to go out. But this dude is literally like having fun getting lit with, with minimal responsibility. I'm the one paying for shit. Paying half the bills, like to, I'm like, there you go. I'm the one in charge, right, bro? But I have no responsibility over over what happens no in the house. No authority over. Sorry, no no authority. We both messed up. That being said, <laughs> that being said, though, right, bro? So I'm there, sitting like, damn, bro, they really come to America to take care of somebody else's kid. I can't be successful and make it happen for myself. And I'm like, damn, bro, like this doesn't feel right anymore. I feel like I feel weird. So I sat in my car after work, thinking, dude, what do I do here? I feel weird. I don't want to be here no more. I feel like I'm, I'm all alone in my own, in my own household. I'm because you you know what happened, bro? I took it from the hood. To the next area in, in uh, Miami, uh, oh, Pines, pretty much, right? Holy, and uh, saving single moms, man. I, I bought our car. Yeah, I yep. bought our car too. What? Yep, bought our car. I did the most for her, right? Because obviously that, that's my. <laughs> this my is before wife. the RP awakening. Yeah, this, way this, before. This before I got into like the repo space. Good thing you admitted now. You would have gave her AP and everything. There you go. <laughs> that being said, though, like I sat in the car for an hour. I said, okay, what do I do now? I went on YouTube. I typed in how to date single moms, bro. When I tell you, bro, iPhone, everyone's under the sun. Not to date single moms, and it clicked to me like, this is my life. I'm literally stuck in the house in prison on my home, own home. I have no authority. I'm paying all the bills for a kid that's not mine. He can tell me, hey, you're not my dad. When it's, when it's all said and done, I said, like, you know what? This is not life that, life that I, I want to live. I want to live for me and my, and my family that's already here, but not someone else's kid. And I said, you know what? I went home that same night. I woke her up and said, yo, I need to talk to you real quick. I told her right there and then, look, I care about you. You're an awesome girl, but I can't do this no more. So you and told you wanted a divorce right there. Instantly. And she, was, she, cr- she was crying. She was upset. She locked the door. Um, she threw out? No, she locked the door of the bedroom. Okay. I slept on the couch that day. I was like, fuck it. I tell her, bro, I need to get the fuck out of or here. Or you paid the bills, by the way. Yeah, exactly. So you paid. <laughs> yeah. And and um, that experience, bro, I mean, I, I mean, eventually, she, you know, she she signed the papers or whatever. We got like an annulment, whatever you want to call it. Or you divorce. paid alimony and shit like that? No, no, no. Luckily, luckily for me. Less girl, than a year, right? Yeah, less than a year. One, and a girl. I actually cared about me because she was like, you know what? It's fine. I don't want anything. Let's just end it there. I gave her the card, though, obviously, out of respect for her kid or whatever. whatever. Suppose she come back and be like, yo, I need an upgrade. Buy me a bed. Can't, can't, can't now because it's already done. But yo, could you pay for college for, for you know, like, hell no, nigga. Step kids. I said, ask, ask a fucking daddy. Don't ask me. <laughs> but that being said, though, that experience, I learned so much about female nature. I learned so much about, like, you know, dealing with, with single moms. That's what I tell any guy that's young and single with no kids. Bro, real talk, think about this logically. Why are you gonna put yourself in a position where you're dating someone with a kid and you know you have the full responsibility plus trying to make success for yourself? It doesn't make any sense. And then think about the long term effects. You might take care of this kid for a couple of years and then, hey, that's my daddy. You try to leave. Oh, my child thinks of him as a, as a father. Now he has to pay child support. You never know, bro. So it's like a whole, a whole bunch of L's that you, you could take just, just being in that situation. And to me, as a young guy, yeah. you shouldn't be out there dating single moms, bro. And, Actually, uh, have, have fun with them. But, but don't wipe them Recreational use only. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I, and no offense to them anyway. <laughs> and Jesus. that goes back to, like, kind of yeah. what we're, so, so that's what woke him up. But, yeah. but yeah, man, like, and the thing is, like, a lot of our detractors come back and say, well, his leg count isn't that, or Myron's on but, a sugar What's it called? Side. It's a leg count? Lay count. Lay count. Lay like, count. Okay. But, bro, they don't know our, our, our past, but, like, real talk. We've been talking about it for over a year. I can't look at you and say, you know what? He don't get bitches. 
Yeah. But you don't know you don't know that, bro. Dude, I'm telling you, bro, niggas you would never would expect are banging some of the baddest chicks, bro. But you know why? It's how the girls feel around them. Their game is solid. So go ahead. No, all I was gonna say was like a lot of the critiques are, oh, they, these guys are exposed or whatever that our detractors came with. It's it's very obvious to me that they only watch the late night show because yeah. we have a daytime show that we do money Mondays, womanizer Wednesdays, where we talk about dating, uh, and then Fridays where we do fitness Fridays, and then we also do shows sprinkled in where we talk about self improvement, whatever it is. And yep. We call ourselves the number one male improvement podcast because we talk about helping guys level up, not for girls but for themselves, so they don't tolerate the bullshit from the girls. Like I said in the beginning, so. But people don't watch that content. They only come in and watch the girl shows, which is fine. Y'all want to come in and watch us debate girls. That's cool. But for them to come back and say, well, y'all are really frauds because you're on a sugar site. Or, yo, you don't really have a thousand late count. Or, yo, did you know Myra was uh, a fed? Or did you know blah, 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 all this other stuff? And it's like, no, we talked about all this stuff except for, you know, my prior work for obvious reasons, which I explained Mm -hmm. to you. But we talked about all this stuff before. It's just that people didn't watch the content. We blew up really fast and it got buried because we post two, two, three videos a day. But we openly been talking about this stuff, especially during our daytime shows. So a lot of the things they said, oh, y'all are frauds or whatever. We On our five-hour expose, like addressing allegations, we actually pulled up old footage of us talking about what we said we had been talking about. People were like, oh, they really did talk about this before with the timestamps and the dates. I knew like, yo, sorry, bro. I said, nah, still over there. Hey, hey, I'll I'll say this, you know, in wrapping up too. You know, I think what gets a lot of, you know, anger and vitriol in people watching you guys rise. And, you know, I, I heard like, someone who was describing how they was like, yo, they're like the Jerry Springer of some shit. And I'm like, like, first of all, you, you guys are doing, you know, uh, male self help improvement type stuff, yeah. but still it's entertainment. Like people are mad at entertainment. Yeah. Um, secondly, I, I think a lot of you guys are the first people, you know, I think everybody respects Kevin Samuels, but I heard you recently, like, are you guys cool with him? We don't have an issue with him at all. Yeah, we're fine. Okay, so it's everything cool there. Um, but but I, th- I think Kevin Samuels gave more light for like the casual person who don't like, for example, me, I wouldn't even really know about th- th- that realm mm-hmm. without like, you know, him kind of blowing up big. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then when you kind of look in- into it, you start seeing these different figures and different people. Right. Yeah. Like what you guys do, you guys actually have the women on. I don't, yeah. I don't see anyone doing else doing nope. that. And it's becoming a format now, which I think some people are going to be a little bit. They're going to feel the type of way about it because. Unless you're here, you can't really replicate it. Yeah. Like, if you live in, um, like, Toledo, Ohio, or some shit, like, you can't be having, like, 10 women each day pull up. It's just just not practical. We started the wave. And real talk, this is our lifestyle, bro. we doing it forever. Yeah. Even though people yeah. try to say, oh, I gave them that idea or whatever. You no, know? you did like, not, no, bro. No, you did not, bro. We showed the proof of that, too. Yeah. You try to say, I came in and helped you out, bro. You didn't start working for us until, After. like, the March or May or April. And we had been doing it in February, and we showed that we showed or January, we and we showed the the timestamp. We had to pull it up and show people that no, we've been doing this way before you came in. But and it was an accident, bro. We just said fuck it. We're in the studio with some girls. Let's yeah. let's go live. That's what that, that's what this whole thing came about with late night show. No, 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 no. And, and I think that's really you no know, really the dope part of everything. Yo, I'm watching you guys grow. Uh, I like what you guys are doing. You know, I could see a bit of my plight in you guys and that's why mm-hmm. i support it because when you're going on an unorthodox path you're going to get people come at you for different reasons you know yeah, a yeah. lot of people came at me for those reasons i remember you know just like hey well everybody's doing like this and you're doing like th- that you know what i mean people are going to question methods this and third but it comes along with the game so i like what you guys are doing you know and it's not really and you, 
this is the exact reason I said just have the Q&A with your audience. That was your idea. Shout out it's, to you and thank you. And by you the way, academic. I'm a it's, big it's, chat, chat nigga from back in the day, bro. I used to watch the nigga nah, almost every day. It. And I'm inspired by you every single day, bro. Hey, hey, on, I, no, we got to give you your flowers real quick. Yeah. When everyone came at us with pitchforks, yeah. I'm talking, bro, I was getting death threats. Fresh was getting a, uh, yeah. de- uh, messages, uh, hateful messages all the time. Yeah. People were saying, fuck y'all, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, and um, you know, people were making videos about us talking all kinds of shit. People talking about my mom. I don't know where she lives. All that. I got, I didn't even talk about this. Like all the people were harassing my brother. Like we got a lot of hate during that time. It was a dark place, Ryan. Gonna lie. And and uh, there weren't many people that uh, put out a helping hand to us during that time. Now they're coming out because they realize, oh damn, y'all really were talking about this. You guys are the real deal. And some of these people that were mad and made videos about us talking shit. They had reached out to us for a collab or whatever, and maybe I didn't respond. We didn't have time. Yeah. And they decided, fuck them. I'm going to kick them while they're down because everyone else is attacking them. You're one of the few people, bro, called us up. I remember we had that uh, hour-plus long conversation. You said, yep. yo, you need to talk to your audience. You need to tell them the truth. And, bro, it was thank you for that because if we had to do one, it, bro. we wouldn't have been able to turn it around because once we showed the truth about what really happened, people were like, damn, okay. I'm glad this re- you guys did this. Yeah, yeah. And that was your idea, bro. So thank you. No, I appreciate that. I saw you guys were in a mudslinging contest, and it, it, but it was people just trying to attack your uh, integrity. Yeah. You're always going to be on defense. There becomes a time where you could defend something, but you know, I, I've I've adopted this. You know, even this year, you can't try to you know respond or please somebody who doesn't want to accept right. the fact that you're a good guy or you're not lying. Yeah. If they don't like you, they'll make up any fucking reason. Fact. Someone so, said a really crazy comment, and it was so true. They said, lies have speed, truth has endurance. Yeah, yeah. And that stuck 100%. with me. Because mm-hmm. now, now we're growing back again. Everyone's starting to fuck with us again. And they're seeing, oh, these guys really are congruent to what they've said before. But I have and, a list of people that made videos, bro. And I'm saying this right now, bro. Still over there. <laughs> Yo, but here's the thing, though. You know... You see, in this you know internet space of creators, and we're watching new creators and people do new dope things each and every time. And what I've seen is like the people pick the guys. There's you know how many times like you know I felt like people have tried to gang up on me. You know shit. I feel like the whole music industry at, at a they certain did. point Facts. they were like, yo, we don't like his version of how he does media, and they're gonna bring up anything. They might bring up the fact that hey, well. Did you know that this guy was motherfucking like a, a, a federal agent or whatever the case is? For me, they'd be like, hey, this guy, the way he covered Chicago back then, we the people are going to pick you. And when you realize that, and sometimes, you know, like, you know, when you grow fast, I remember when I was explaining to him why I went on Twitch. I had to go on Twitch. I got a million subscribers real quick, but I had no idea who they were. They really had no idea who I was. Some mm-hmm. of them came for maybe I was covering Kanye. Mm-hmm. Some of them came for me covering Drake and, and Meek. But in reality, I wanted to know who are the people who knew me and who really fucked with me. You know what I mean? 300 fans are way better than 30,000. Trust me. Fact. 300 fans that are loyal. Supporters. They'll go right. hard. That's why, right. that's why I started thinking. I'm like, that's, I, I'm going to find the chat niggas. These are the loyal people who they'll go different platforms to fuck with me. They're the people, if I make a video that the title is interesting, they obviously know my name. They like maybe a couple of jokes I've said they're going to watch. But in reality, it's only the people who are really here that's going to Really, uh, I gotta uh, double down keep... on that act. Our supporters, yeah, the, the, the people that really fuck with us, they literally Yo. went out compiling information yep. of all the BS and Reddit. all the hate, all our yeah. proof YouTube. of what we had said before, and they gave it to us. Said, "Yo, do this. when we said we're that's... gonna do expose video, like giving the truth, yeah, they gave us all the ammo. Yes, fuck yeah, Yo, tell them. That's exactly why I told you guys. Yeah, all you need to explain is to them. 
because yeah. the people that you, you see coming at you, they don't want it. They don't want to understand. They don't want. They don't want to. And even if you apologize for some shit, they don't want to forgive. You can't yeah. win. Yeah. You so can't win. you gotta let that go. Focus on your audience. And I'm glad you guys have done that. I feel like you know. You know, you guys are growing your own right. I like when we do these mashups and kind of like even collabs because you know I come more from the hip hop space and the hip hop world. You know, I think you guys, there's always a cross section among like all creators, especially like think about part of hip hop is lifestyle. Yeah, of part of hip hop is women. hearing rappers <laughs> deal talk about how they deal with women, and you know also kind of matching that. You know, I always always say about like for for example Drake, like his music really was a soundtrack for my life once I. W- was in college graduating mm. and like songs that you might not even think that are, those are hits hit me the hardest. Cause I was going through a breakup. I was going through, you know, find out something fucked up or I was going through, Hey, trying to get with that particular girl. I really like. So, you know, it there's a cross sectionality where it's going to make podcasts like, you know, this episode right here exists where, you know, we're all chopping it up. And also the reason why I'm going to watch y'all whenever y'all have, you know, female guests on y'all show. Yeah. And that's exactly why, you know, there was a time and I thought that, you know, and I was really nervous. I'm like, man, maybe I could just be like the, the, the snap of a finger. Academics doesn't exist. And like what I've worked for in the audience, I've, I've, I've done that. And maybe you guys thought that for a second, but I hope now like abundantly is clear. Like that's not the case. You yep. guys have forged a legacy already. You're going to continue to build it. Your audience is, is watching you. They're hoping that, you know, uh, even if you make a mistake, you own up to it. And as long as you're honest with them, you're good. So, you know, yo, I, I just want to thank y'all for, you know, uh, number one, being good guys. Ever since I met you, you guys have always given up, like, the praise in terms of, yo, listen, I fuck with you, like, and and I've tried to show and, and reciprocate. You guys, Everything's reciprocal, you know what I mean? Like, it would be fucked up if you guys really fucked with me before, because remember when you, you ran into me at the club? I didn't really know you, right? Yeah. But I could have just came in and be like, all right, cool, I did y'all shit and whatever, whatever, and just... But you always gotta everything you take, you gotta give a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I brought six nine here, broke you know Kodak here, and and, 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 and hopefully you know we even got some content with Kodak for you guys. So that's fire. Um, again, for people, but you made that happen. Yeah, no, of course. You made that Once happen. again, like, I make that networking, very clear. networking. Yeah. I don't know Kodak personally. Yeah, yeah. You do. Yeah, yeah. He said, you know what? I yeah. fuck with y'all. Hey, Kodak, these are some cool people. If you want to do it, you can. And thanks to you, he did. Yo, and I I say that to say. You know, we're all on our individual journeys as creators, but um, I hope the people who realize, like, it's moments like this where everybody could have their own space but also collaborate. You could also help people without kind of having that back of your mind because that's where a lot of these issues come from. People think, yo, they're growing so fast. They might pass us at one point. You know, like, a lot of people will try to take shots at you. That You don't need to do that. You know what I mean? You could, yeah, you could always help uplifting people. And, you know, as we end this here, yo, for everybody who watches me who might not, because I've talked about you guys a good amount on Twitch, though. Yeah, um, I've seen it. Definitely give where they can find you guys. You know, I'm on Twitch. I know you guys also stream mm-hmm. on Twitch, but obviously you're on YouTube as well. You guys are talking about Real you. quick, I want to say this. We we have no issues with Abba and Preach or any of the other content creators. You yeah. know, Obviously, we gave you the story from our perspective. If people want to see the full video, it's on our YouTube channel. Just type in Fresh yeah. and Fit, you know, Truth About Allegations, whatever it is. Uh, we have no ill will, man, and we're just going to continue to pump out content. That's positive. Help guys out because... Smart people talk about ideas. Idiots talk about other people. So we yeah. don't want to sit here yeah. and talk smack about other people. Everything is water under the bridge for us at this point. So it is what it is. But Fresh, you want to tell them where? See, you guys, yeah. we are on Fresh and Fit on YouTube. Just type it in. You're going to find a bunch of viral clips on us. Uh, also, Instagram, Fresh and Fit uh, podcast, Fresh Fit podcast. And then me personally, Fresh Print CEO on Instagram. 
Uh, Myron? Unplug Fit. We'll have our accounts back by the time this is done. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, also, guys, uh, we have a clip channel too, Fresh and Fit Clips. Yeah. Because sometimes guys don't have the time to two watch hours, the entire hour. two-hour podcast. So go ahead and check us out on Fresh and Fit Clips. And then on the main channel, guys, we have Money Mondays, which we do at 7 p.m., Womanizer Wednesdays, where we talk about a dating topic, whether it's like, you know, learning how to source girls or use sugar sites or know how to use Tinder or Bumble or how to text, whatever it is. We have all that there. How to become a better man. How to become a better guy to become more attractive for girls. And Fitness Fridays, we release a fitness video. I just released, we just released one on how to build muscle, how to lose fat. All that is there, guys. You know, the channel has a bunch of diversified content. So I remember, become yeah. a better person for yourself so you can try other things in your life to help you grow as well. Yo, look at you boys, man. You guys have like a whole thing, a whole script, man. It's almost like, yo, listen, I'm here. But yo, uh, I just want to thank everybody for uh, tuning into another episode of uh, Off the Record Podcast with DJ Academics, you know, and my two co-hosts for the day, which is, you know, my Shout guy you, Fresh bro. over here. And of course, sure. Myron, okay, aka some of you guys might know him as Fit. Um, listen, on Wednesday... Kodak episode will be coming out. And on Friday, oh my God, you don't even want to know what's going to go on, man. Listen, you, oh. you know, I told you I have my favorite song, right? Yes. Oh. oh. Y'all will see what happened Friday. Okay. Hey, okay. okay. Listen, I'm stuck in Miami. I got to figure out a way to get back to New York, New Jersey. Um, but whenever I'm here, I got to touch down with y'all boys, man. Listen, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Off the Record Podcast. Make sure you get here Wednesday. That's where you'll see the Kodak Black experience. All right. I'm out of here, man. Peace. Peace. Cool. Thank you, guys. No, man, awesome. that was lit.